just a little bit, man. Like just a little bit. We have to remain that podcast, man. We have to. Like truth has to be at the forefront, man, no matter how hard it is for people to hear it. Hey, we speak it, you let it filter through you, and you take it how you want to take it. But it's got to be laid out. It's got to be laid. It's got to be <laughs> <It's> got- <laughs> Lucky Lefty Podcast. I'm your guy, Sean Davis at SD2 Mics. This sun is killing me right now coming through my window. But we are featuring and brought to you by Honora Whiskey. Honorawhiskey.com is that premium American whiskey, honorawhiskey.com. And if you're going to drink, make sure that you drink responsibly. Like we do. Right? Like we do. Oh, definitely how we get down. <laughs> of course, man, big elephant in the room. That's the top topic of the day. Oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe Will had some in his system last night. You know what I'm saying? We'll get to that. <laughs> and, uh, ain't a high road enough. Sh- shout out to Denzel and Puffy for getting things back together afterwards, man. But, yo, I was in the bend all weekend. I heard that. I was in the bend all weekend. Shout out to everybody. I did not make it to Frankie's. <sighs> I did not make it to Frankie's, but I made it to two spots. Okay. Uh Right, shout out to Rise and Shine Bakery. That's a good one. You know, I the, the true <laughs> test is always the glazed donut, dog. That's it. It's just like, the basic. If your glazed donut is whack, I don't even want nothing else. Glazed donut was amazing. That's right. Absolutely amazing. Then I want to give a shout out to dude. I don't know what is going on with sunlight. I might have to go to another room. It's that bad. It's the the glare? Dude, it's the glare. It's ridiculous. You got to get you out. Talk to the people for a second, bro. Man, we definitely got to talk. So we do have some good things coming on the horizon. As everybody can tell, Dante Moore did come up to campus on his with his with his family we gave him the full shindig i mean we opened up the doors for him we had marcus freeman in the back tommy in the front you know we got him some nice issue gears just making him feel like he's right at home i mean we even had the weather turned on for him so he's getting exactly what he's going to be getting on every monday stepping on that campus it was good to embrace a guy like that because he's the the piece we really need to solidify a class that we're looking to build that's historic it's an historic class from a talent perspective, something on the MF air that will be greatly appreciated the down the years. And even with the talent that they have be applied as soon as they get on campus for some of those guys, I'm really thinking we, we got a good chance. I mean, it's not too many times uh, that you get all the stars aligning and recruiting how they've been falling for us. But I know if we can snag and secure a guy like Dante, you're talking about securing a Hall of Fame top three class in a, in Notre Dame history. Yeah. Let's rewind, though. Let's go back to Friday, right? Mm-hmm. But like I said, rise and shine. Thank you. Um, Mission, Mission Barbecue was closer to the hotel. I got in late. All of the spots were about to close in like 30 minutes. Mission Barbecue was the closest joint. 
Now, right. is it Mission, the the barbecue spot that sponsors the O-Lineman? Yes. Yes, they sponsor the O-Lineman. I walk in the joint, and the manager of the joint is standing there. And as I order my food, he's looking at me. And uh, <laughs> when I'm picking, waiting for my food, he's like, you're the guy uh, with Malik, right? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I enjoy you guys. I'm like, I hit Malik like, oh, it's lit. It's lit. We we had we had Mission Barbecue. We get we all campus on campus. The influence is there. He, I thought y'all called out the username. He said, "Is that SD Two Mics?" Oh man, at that point, I was just trying to get a freebie. Something. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, nil man. even for the podcasters. Look, yo, can I get this brisket on the house? <laughs> So Is it out. good or what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Real tender. You know, they asked you if you want it dry or wet. You know, I got it wet. It was real tender. Loved it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Hit the spot. And then uh, I mentioned Rise and Shine Mission. And then last but not least, um, Penn Station. Oh, yeah. Penn Station's A1 every time. Bro. Favorite place in South Bend. Bro. Fam. The Philly, the cheese steak. The cheese steak. It's just too good. Bruh. And the, the fries. The fries go crazy. Love. You put a little oil on them, maybe. And you Straight salt love. In it too. Yes. Yeah. Straight love. <laughs> and it's in the cut, too. You got to go back. Right. It's over there. They got a little Starbucks right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So shout out. I, I will get to I will get to Frankie's. Yeah, but you went to some good ones though. Yeah, I ain't yeah, gonna lie. You love the spots. I really didn't get to uh yes, sir. Shout out to Joshua Nip. I got yes, it is. Yes, yes it's it legit. Is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You're gonna get some LBs messing around in South Bend long enough. No, 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 no. I actually <laughs> yo, the spot I stayed at, I hit the gym both days. Did you really? Okay. In the morning. Yeah, I'm on a That's mission. I'm on a mission. I hit the gym both days at six in the morning. I could have eaten a little better. No. You know, we met as an no. IB staff. The whole IB staff went out after a Friday night, and we went to Wings, etc. It, it was it was okay. It's not Wing Stop. No, it's definitely not Wing Stop. I didn't know Jane. if they had a Wing Stop in the bin. Hey, do they? I don't know. Hey. I would have looked it up. But you guys, let us know. Like, what's the best wings in the bin? And I have to get the Frankies. Like, I man, I didn't have time today. I went down there to check out Dante, drove down real quick, and then drove back. I think I'm back in the bin one more time. It's crazy because it's really a short drive for you, though. Dude, it's nothing. It's yeah. nothing. Heck, it's a 45-minute drive from me to downtown, darn it. So you're in a good spot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so if there's a better wing spot in the bin, let me know. Man, that's crazy. The only time I got wings was real. Now that I'm thinking about it was Buffalo Wild Wings. Or, dang, we was really eating good, I guess, at Notre Dame. <laughs> thinking about the amount of wings I eat right now. <laughs> yeah, man. So we, we're going to drag this out because that's what good programmers do. Because if we started out with Dante Moore right off the top, 
everybody would leave as soon as we're done talking about Dante Moore. Yeah, they, so they would have got the pro day. I want to talk about the pro day. And people, I don't know, for some reason, people think that when we say things, we're going to run from them. So I just want to throw this topic out there. Uh, pro day, Kyron Williams improved his 40. Cal Hamilton improved his 40. Kurt Heinisch had a great day. Drew White had a great day. Jack Cone has a little more zip on his ball than I thought, bro. Really? It yeah, popped up? Man. Yeah. He, look, yo, the show that Jack Cone, Kyron Williams, and, and uh, Kevin, I mean, uh, Kevin Austin Jr. put on, man, that dude, I think it was like, <clears throat> close to 70 passes and three hit the ground. I'm telling you, Jack Cohn, his he's coming right in the form. Fourth round, nice, fourth round. Fourth nice little round Detroit pick. Lion backup. Yeah. For a fourth good round, three round, years. Round pick. And you and then, um, I called you Friday, and I said, you know what? Behind this offensive line and with these running backs, I wish we had Jack Cohn one more year. One more year. I yeah. said that. I was like, I wish we had Jack Cohn one more year. And we'll we'll get to the quarterbacks when we talk about practice on Saturday. Because I do. Like, we did the post-game practice on Saturday. And, you know, my other my guys I work with at IB, they were over the top about the quarterback play. I'm a little bit more reserved. So we'll get to that. But getting back to the pro day. Overall, man, it was good to see Dante Vaughn back in the building. It was good to see a lot of other players, Troy Pride and old Notre Dame players coming back to support. It was good to see the buzz chatting it up with Marcus Freeman and Steve Smith. The vibe, it, man, the vibe was right. The vibe, they might as well have an open bar. You got bar. to talk to uh, Marcus Freeman? Say it again? You got to talk to Marcus Freeman? Yeah, I said, what's up, coach? He spoke back. I mean, it wasn't a conversation. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But then yeah, on the way back. He was headed to do an interview with NBC. Said, what's up, coach? He eyed me up. Head nod. Yeah. You know what's going on. Then he came back. He stopped. And he was like, yeah, guys, you know, tomorrow we're going to go live at the end of practice for about 30 minutes. So, you know, and he talked to us about how the practice was going to go. And he was like, man, I'll see you guys tomorrow. And then, you know, he was there. He was talking with former players. Steve Smith is in the building. Jerome Bettis, they were all chopping it up. The vibe was like, man, shout out to my boy, Coach Mickens. That's my dude. Yeah. That's you, know, you, got a dude, you got a dude that no matter who's around, whenever y'all see each other, it's a dap and a hug. That's my guy. Real respect. Coach Mick, Coach Chancey. Man, Chancey Stuckey, great teacher. Fantastic teacher. We'll talk about that when we get to the practice. But the pro day was phenomenal. The vibes were right. It wasn't that many pros. Uh, uh, only two, everybody except for two teams showed up. Um, I will say this. These are some things that stuck out to me. The Titans and the Jaguars were two of the teams that were really locked in on Kevin Austin. Really locked in. That must mean they, they might try to move a little A.J. Brown. Somebody else that was locked in but was trying to be real incognito with it was Matt LaFleur. 
Oh, Matt came back. Matt came back. It was oh, real nice. incognito. I was one. I was one of the only ones that peeped him. I'm like, first of all, I didn't realize he was that short. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, Matt. Coach LaFleur kind of short, man. Yeah, I didn't realize me. that. So, yeah, I saw him. You know, he walked up to him afterwards. Had a quick convo. Uh, there were a couple of teams real intent because everybody else was kind of on the side when Jack Cone, Kyron, and uh, Kevin Austin were doing their work. But there were two clubs standing right behind Jack for every throw. Every throw. That was the Titans and the Bears. Oh, well, the Chicago there. plug. I mean, hey, you talking about. behind Jack for every throw. So. Yeah. Through. Overall, man, like I said, it was a dope vibe. It was cool. Al, Al Golden came over. Chris O'Leary was there from the jump, right? So Chris, o, Chris O'Leary was there from like, dude, they doing measurements. He's like there supporting his safeties, supporting Cal. And um, his safety group, they were the first group to arrive in the upper deck to represent the players. So it was like mm-hmm. Houston, DJ, all of those dudes, some of the youngsters. And, um, yo, if something happened on the field, like when they drill or something, he would go over to them and point it out like, yo, make sure you look at this. Make sure you look at that. So, it's that man, the staff is always teaching, man, and always communicating. It was really dope to see. Broad jump. Let me tell you something up close and personal, man. I continue to be amazed at two things. How athletic college football players are. And I'm talking about these are like guys that wouldn't even be considered like first round picks, bro. Mm. Super athletic. It's like broad jumping like almost 10 feet. And it's like, man, they talking about you going in the fourth round. Like, yo, it's crazy. The athleticism. And second, I'm going to commend you all again, bro. Let me tell you something, boy. That Notre Dame brotherhood is real. <laughs> but it's, man, the evidence keeps showing up every time I'm around or I get to speak to anybody from Notre Dame. Brotherhood is real, dog. It is. It's real. We're, we're not lying it's to real. you out here. No. No, it's a uh, man. It's one of the most authentic things I've ever been around, ever. So shout out to Jack Cone. Thought he did himself well. He said he's going back home to Long Island. Um, Kyle said he, he's going to actually stay on campus. No, no, I'm wrong. Kyle is going back to San Diego. Kyron is going back to where he was working out at. Kevin Austin is staying on campus in South Bend to work out into the draft that he's going to, he's going to be centered there. And I thought that was interesting. Another interesting thing, Kevin Austin was meeting with the media and Kevin Austin said, he's kind of become resigned, not resigned, but what he's being told by NFL teams is that he's he's going to come in, work, play special teams and continue to develop and work himself into the rotation. Like yeah, he, I mean, I didn't think he was a dynamic receiver or anything. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's 
and he sounded like he had his head on his shoulders. Like he understood what he needed to work on, what he needs to get better at. He's a physical, he's a bro. The dude is a physical specimen, dog. He ran an out route. He ran like a 12 yard out route, caught the ball, turned up the field and ran by me. I was like, fam, <laughs> like, yo, Notre Dame turns out some big receivers, dude. Oh, yeah, always. Go down the history. Will is like the, the tiny one. But everybody yeah. else. We had, well, we had Corey. Yeah. Robinson. Shout out Corey to Corey, Robinson. man. He was doing work with NBC all day. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Corey out there NBC. working hard. He was doing work all day. He had the nice Navy pinstripe suit on. Oh, he was looking fly like oh, that. Oh, he was pristine. He was pristine. He was repping the brand. Man. He was repping. Hey, he had to pull that that suit out from the uh, student body days. That was that was the one in the reserve. Club. Yeah, yeah. He was definitely repping the brand and repping That's you guys. Presidential fit, man. Beautifully. And pretty much that's my takeaway from the pro day, man. I think everybody improved their stock. You know, Cal. Interestingly, because I would have called Cap if he had told me this before, dude. Before the combine, he was like, "Yeah, I expected to run." A four four seven. I would have called Cap immediately. Like he said that. He said that to the media. He was like, "Yo, that's that was my goal." And I'm like, "Fam, you if you ran four four seven, you'd be the number one pick last year." You have not <laughs> ran, run a four four seven ever, ever on film that ever. I've seen. No. no, you know what I mean? Because that would just be that. Just be too. You'd be all right. You'd be like, all right, bro. All right, you yeah. just too good. You just too athletic. Cal. Yeah. Instinct, yeah, range, uh, He told people that though, or oh. he, or, or did he be like, you know, I wish I could. Hey, the video is out there. I don't know if they'll release it. Cause he ran a slower there. time at the at the pro day, didn't he? Or about the same time? It wasn't like he, he made was a four huge five nine move. at the combine, four five six officially four, at the pro six. day. Mm, they doing that because he first round, but if they were doing it for real, like he was a second well, see, third point, round guy. Though, with, with his tape, he didn't need to run a four four seven. No, he didn't need to. He didn't need to. So why would he cap like that? I, I was like, yo, that, come on, bro. Yeah, don't cap like come that. On. Like because as long as he is, that's where he loses four four ability to four five. Cause you just too long it and takes rangy. Takes him right? a while to get. Absolutely, it just takes him maybe another step and a half to get going. Like Jalen Ramsey and Derwin James aren't four four guys. No, but no, they're, Derwin James is probably his perfect comp. Yeah, but they're definitely versatile. Definitely needed. Yeah. Definitely fast. Okay. They just not four four. Like okay. come on, <laughs> who you who you trying to sell it to? Yeah. <laughs> so. Let me go to something because it's buzzing already. And you know how I am. I tell everybody, man, don't go to another message board or another show to ask about something I said. Come to me. I'm here every day. You know where I'm at. You know where I'm at or where I'm going to be. So on Saturday's show, after watching Saturday's practice over on IB, I said, look, man, I know this might sound blasphemous. But I'm going to say it anyway. 
Kyle Hamilton is a top five pick and just a beast. He's a unicorn. Like, you just don't see guys at that size, with that range, with that versatility. He's one of one. But Brandon Joseph, after watching him play, makes others around him better. Mm. He just does. He's saying a lot. And if you don't know what that means, because it's real simple. It's real simple. And it could be really simple as his long-standing relationship with Houston Griffith. It could be the way he communicates. I've been told by people that I've shared this information with that a Loey Gilman was the same way. Not the greatest athlete, but the way he brought everyone together, mm. he made people around him better. And that's an attribute that I see from Brandon Joseph that I'm not sure I necessarily saw in Kyle Hamilton. See, most people, run, most people run and say, oh, he's Sean said that uh, Brandon Joseph was better than Kyle Hamilton. It's not what I said. It's not what I said. I'll bet this, though, he'll run a faster 40. Yeah. On his pro day. Yeah, Brandon Joseph's not I'll no slow guy. Because right he played corner. You can't yeah. be no 4'6 playing no corner. <laughs> at that, as a freshman. <laughs> as a freshman. He can't run, he can't run no 4'6 playing that slot corner. No. Absolutely no. Not. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not running. I said it, and I'm doubling down on my own show. If you want to filter that through and you want to take it as a negative on Kyle Hamilton, by all means do so. But I'm telling you, just from watching the practice and what I've seen on field and on tape over the last three years, there is something different, and there's a leadership quality that that dude has that's infectious. And I've never seen up close and personal. I got a chance to see. I don't know. Has the defense been chirpy to you the last two years? Like when you watch them? No, not, have, not in practice. You talking about in practice? No, just in games. Have they been chirpy? Mm. They chirpy, know. bro. <laughs> that back end is real chirpy. That's good because yeah, we've never had bro. the back end be chirping. And I'm talking about everybody. I'm not just talking about one person. I'm talking about everybody. Oh, everybody's, everybody's talking. Everybody's talking, high-fiving each other. Like, it's a whole vibe on that back end. And that's yeah. why I was like, okay, this is different. And that's a back tell, end that's been through it, though. You can tell who's the, who's the guy Yeah, back there, who everybody feeds off of. Shout out to Jaden Mickey. Man, it's going to be fun watching this dude for the next three years. That dude talks. First play, scrimmage. Joe Wilkins tried to run an in route. This dude came up and broke up the pass and just let out the biggest scream. Everybody heard it. <laughs> like, ah! And was yeah. talking. I said, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fresh. I see you, yeah. Freshman. I see like you. That. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a vibe, man. It's really a vibe. And not only him, Jason Adamiola didn't even practice. His mouth was going the entire practice, yo. Oh, he talking. Talking. Talking to his defensive players. Let's go. Talking to the offensive players. Like, yeah. It's like, yo, the competition 
that everybody had talked about that had changed during the preparation for the Fiesta Bowl is real. It's real. Like the players have bought in. And I said on uh, TTC is what this program is uh, about now. Tempo, teaching, competition. Like you watch a practice, that's what you see. Those are the three prominent things you see. Tempo, teaching, competition. Blake Fisher, what did I tell you? Yeah. That dude is mean. Yeah. Dude is mean. Mean. Ready to fight. He's Ready that dude. Fight. Yeah, he's that dude on the O-line. On his yeah, Q Nelson. Yeah, he is Q Nelson. He is Q Nelson. Now, can we can we talk about the quarterbacks, man? All right, we gotta get into it because this is important. Let me let me go into our profit mode, okay? And is the is the we've been, catching, we've been catching flat? Oh yeah, because when we go into profit mode, we pretty much been saying like, "Yo, the main job of whomever starts is to hand that ball off. Is to hand the rock off. Hand the rock off, right? The right side of this offensive line is dominant." Was that Blake Fisher side and, and Allen side? Josh Love and Blake Fisher in that run game, dominant. Yeah. Dominant. Christophic, Alt, not as dominant. Good? Good, just not there yet. Like, I sent you videos, and every time they ran to the right, it was just. Yeah, yeah. And we'll get to these running backs in a second, too. So we said, yo, we're going to run that rock. We're going to run that rock. That's what we're going to do. Like, dude, stop. Tyler Buckley's not about to come out throwing the ball 45 times in the horseshoe. Like, if that's what you want. Because we don't need that. We really don't need that. People talking about y'all hating on Tyler Buckner. Nobody hating on Tyler Buckner, dude. But what I'm not, you're not about to ever say cap to me. Right? Cause you know, we like fans, said, but we not we not crazy now. No, no. <laughs> Tyler Buckner had the better practice. Wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. Now we're not about to sit up here and act like Drew Pine was trash, though. No. That's we we're not about to do that. But Drew fit expectations. Well, see, first of all, it's certain things that Tyler can do that Drew knows he can't do. Drew's not going to make the big mistake, even though he did get picked off in the red zone by Brandon Joseph. He waited a little bit too long on the crossing route. The cat Brandon Joseph was like, eh, eh. Give me that. Give me that. Tyler can fit it in to certain spots. He has a bigger arm than Drew Pine. That's not that that doesn't. Dude, Tyler's arm is not John Elway. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. People, you have people ask, oh, my God. It's like, fam, Tyler has a nice arm, all right? He's young. It's a chance that he'll get stronger, especially if he gets his footwork straight. Tyler down the middle and to his left, Tyler straight. Going to that right, he has, he has some accuracy issues. Malik. Let people know why. And it's just a young thing. 
Yeah. It's a young thing that he has to work on, but something you told me when we talked about it earlier. So Sean was saying that the some of the passes to his right were sailing on him. A lot of that is when you're not finishing your throws and your front knees not bent. Things that a quarterback coach could really get in on a day to day, especially during the spring, your individual drills and your and some of your seven oh seven periods. We can keep that mention in the back of your mind because that's what a quarterback coach is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. When you're in a situation where you're trying to depend on who's the better guy for the job while in the bigger picture, figure out what do you want to even do on offense? Right. You don't have enough time to really instruct a guy on, oh, keep this in mind, keep this in mind, keep your shoulders here, boom, 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 which is a detriment of why you should always have a quarterback coach before things like that. I do think that, you know, experience is going to help Tyler. Oh, and his footwork and understanding that is going to help as he gets better with the playbook. I think as young guys, your eyes are ahead of your feet because you're seeing a lot going on, but you got to remember your feet got to be tied to your eyes. So what you're looking at, you may not be in the same body position for to throw the right ball, Mm. which happens a lot when you throw into the same side because you already, you're already looking. Right. So you're not, thinking about your shoulders because you already facing the side you're throwing to. So that's just something that he'll get mature and, and get better on. But still, when you, when you talking about what's the strength of what we're going to do this season, and that's just handing the ball off. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Not, look, man, people have to understand who Marcus Freeman is. Let's expand on this a little bit. Mm-hmm. He comes from the Jim Trestle coaching tree. Mm-hmm. Foundation. Mm-hmm. Marcus Freeman is about to run this rock. It's <laughs> about to be 50 passes each mm-hmm. and every game. The foundation of this team is going to be defense and running this rock and not and making tackles and not turning the ball. Exactly. And if you exactly. saw him talk about the quarterback competition, he said, I don't care nothing about stats. Yeah, he really don't. He like, man. None of that. <laughs> Who's making the best decisions? Meaning, who's not gonna lose this game for us? Yeah, that's it. Because we, we don't need we don't need nobody to win it. <laughs> by the way, they've already recruited on the defensive side of the ball. We're winning it on this side of the we ball. We're winning it on this side of the ball. <laughs> We're gonna go get us a quarterback, and he's gonna do just enough. Need it. Yeah, and then we don't go out there. Catch, wait a minute. That's the way you build a program. As the offense catches up, we yeah. open it up a little bit more. That's it. That's right. the that's the safest way to go. Because everybody will agree right now, you have Lorenzo Styles. Yes. You're hoping Deion Cozy. He'll come dude. along. He's a, he's hoping, a little small. You're hoping Jaden Thomas is a dude. No, Deion Cozy is a beast. I like him, but I yeah. just want to see him like that's play dude, bigger. Deion Cozy is the dude you want getting off the bus first. <laughs> that dude, him. <laughs> Those two dudes, let them off the bus first. <laughs> them dudes are SEC, SEC type dudes. You said let them off the bus. Let first. them off the bus first. Avery Davis, you we know who Avery Davis is. He's we know who he is. Hill. We know who he is. It's not there yet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If we sign, we got Tobias Merriweather coming in. He could be a big play guy, but he's a freshman, right? Yeah. It could come week three. It could come week four. 
whenever his impact comes, we're waiting on it. And we're hoping that it comes. 23 class, we're hoping Tar- Carnell Tate is coming. Mm-hmm. Right? We're hoping Braylon James is coming. We're hoping Rodney Gallagher is coming. Hoping that Stone. Look, we're hoping these guys come. Mm-hmm. The 23 recruiting class at the wide receiver position is going to be better. The 24 wide receiver class from the guys that I've scouted and made contact with has a chance to have four wide receivers in the top 100 yeah committing to Notre Dame like this is this is where things are headed from a recruiting standpoint at Notre Dame so what we're saying is we can't come in that's why I didn't go to this practice expecting either quarterback to wow me from a passing standpoint I didn't everything was RPO play action there were very few plays that were just straight drop back yeah you're not gonna do that everything was off everything was off the run whether it's rpo play action the screen game was amazing though yeah logan diggs had like a 60 yard touchdown off the screen they ran dude they had an rpo three wide receivers one tight end rpo they brought Lorenzo in um, in motion, ended up being trips left, and then ran a fake power that turned into a screen. And when I tell you the entire defense was on the other side of the field, and Arnsberger just put enough pressure, put just enough pressure on the quarterback to wait through it high, and Aldrich couldn't come down with it. Because if he mm. came down with it, he was walking in. It was literally him and three offensive linemen. That was it. And maybe hey. safety. That was it. Like no one else was going to be was going to be in the picture. So the screen game that we've been critical of, at least in that practice, looked a whole lot better. So no Sean McVay. That's that he, that's what that Tommy picked up a uh, travels is? around the world. He's been on the phone with Sean McVay. Yeah, he traveled around the world, picked up a couple plays on his way back. McVay is like, here, I'm gonna send you five plays. Let me see how you implement <laughs> it. Just like your little test drive. Let me, you see, t- how you let me see how you handle this Ferrari real quick. <laughs> Bucky Lefty Podcast. I'm Sean Davis. Malik Zaire, man, We're featuring and brought to you by Nor Whiskey and NorWhiskey.com. It's their premium American whiskey. Look, it's clear everybody here wants Tyler to be the starting quarterback. Everybody here. He should be. All right. The only thing we've told you is the truth. Yeah. And see, people get mad and start telling us about high school stats, and I'll do. I can give you a bunch of quarterbacks that had high school stats up the wazoo coming into college, and I'm asking you where are they at right now. I don't hear nothing about stats. I don't hear nothing about promise. Nope. Yo, go out on the field and do it, and he has exactly – Tyler Buckner is in the perfect spot mm-hmm. with the right coaching and a team that has the right way of winning. For him to develop. Yeah. He's not a kid that needs to be thrown out there with the pressure mm. of putting up a bunch of points through the air. Think Ian, 
think Ian 20, what, 2017 season? Yeah. yeah. That's his role. Yeah. Yeah. Just look, we got all the pieces you need, everything in front of you. Facts. We're going we gonna to support you getting out there. Just don't lose the game for us. Yeah. That's the best position for Tyler to be in, similar to what Ian was in, and he thrived. Yeah. Now, did he personally as an individual get better to where he went from don't lose it to now you got to win it? <sighs> you know, he's winning his quarterback of all time, but did he did he do that? Yeah. That's what we complain about a lot. Yeah. But yeah. he definitely was good enough to where he became an impact player on the offense towards the end. Yeah. Maybe not to start, but towards the end. All right, we was like, Ian's our guy, right. right? Same thing with Tyler. I think because, like you said, the de- the team is built for the defense to win the game. Let him be his game manager, get comfortable enough to grow enough in the passing game to hit those one or two passes that he has the ability to. And we can live with that. Yeah. Oh, until no we get, you know, a, a, a more dynamic guy there. Yeah. But – this offense is is blessed enough to have the beast in the stable in the running back room that we do. Yep. Sor- sorrowful rage. Thanks for tapping in. It's a good point. I get anxious about him staying healthy with running the ball and Drew being more than capable to be a viable backup or possibly start. Ain't worried so much if Tyler goes down. Look, you say this all the time. You've never seen a quarterback pull a hamstring running. Yeah, man. You you did that as a backup. You know, it's one thing to do it as a starter because you're getting every snap. Yeah. You missing some game. You on the injury report every week. Teams is looking at you like, oh, man, they backup got a hamstring while the starter just healthy scratch. Yeah. <laughs> so they it. using you as a battery ram. He's fearless. Or, or he's, I mean, look. He's fearless. He's fearless running the ball. He's fearless throwing the ball. And that's the only thing that could really get him in trouble is him not understanding his role on this team. Like his role will and should change as time goes on. As time goes on. But week one, dude. You got a very limited role. Yeah, just run the offense. Just run the offense. Like we do not need you to go out here and try to win games. No, no, it's enough time. I don't think he has the ego for that either, where he's like, man, I got to go out there and make it happen. Well, I think he does, game, but I think it's like a, I'm going sacrifice, to sacrifice myself. I'm going to run hard through the wall type yeah, of deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, like I said, he's fearless. And in the run game, I haven't seen it in the past game, but in the run game, he does have – this is something that I need him to definitely do. Relax. And I think we say at this another show in the run game. Relax. Relax. Because with this offensive line and the running backs, don't start pulling until the running game gets going. Yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't. come through. Relax. Yeah. Let the game come to you. You're going to get your chance to get hit now. and run around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't, yeah. don't look like you got to make every read be the read where you got to run. No. Because even when, after a while, teams are going to hit you whether you got it or not because you keep pulling it all the time. 
And your and job is you, to, no matter what, your job is to occupy the end guy. Yeah, you're supposed to you're occupy. Don't, yeah. don't be the main attraction. Right. <laughs> right. So for him, with him being so fearless, just being patient. That's Tommy. Some Tommy's going to have to work with him on. Like, yo, be patient. The plays are going to be there. You're going to have your opportunities to make plays down the field. Michael Mayer is going to be open. Yeah, he's going to be open. Right? Because safeties are going to have – safeties come down in the box on Notre Dame and stop the run, even when they didn't have a great offensive line. Yeah. This is last year. This is last year. <laughs> this is last year. Loading up the box, nine yeah. in the box, eight in the box. So the opportunity for the big plays will be there, especially in the play action. Just be patient. Don't force it. If you see man-to-man on Michael Mayer, okay, that's your first option. I don't have a problem with that. But we can come down and take the check down if he's not open. Come back and run this rock. On second down, make it third and three, third and two. Like, relax. Yeah, you don't have to get the second and seven. You don't have to go for eight yards. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's okay with a third and three, third and four. And if you get – Something under that, cool. At least we got a chance mm-hmm. if we want to think about going for it. But don't just yeah. throw the ball deep on third and four when we didn't need it. Not that you can't do it, just we move didn't. Need it. I see what you're saying. Yeah, move the chains. Move the chains to keep. Don't you want to stay on the field? That's what I be telling them. Stay on the field. <laughs> Joshua Nip, we appreciate you, Sean. Agree. How it's nice to see you want to take some chances on the field. No doubt. He needs to be in control of it, but let him take some chances. The chances will be there. That's what we're saying. Yeah, he going to. Teams are going to attack Notre Dame with that offensive line and these running backs. The chances are going to be there. Teams Boom. are going to treat him like Zion. Heck yeah. Let him shoot. Yeah. In, in the first first couple games, he's going to have some open threes. He just yes. going to have to knock them down. Yes. Good point. Great analogy. Great yeah. analogy. <laughs> Great analogy. Right now, you don't have to be Clay Thompson. No. All we need you to do is be Bruce Bowen. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Bowen in the corner. That's all we need you to be. Rough and tough. This running game with the offensive line is Tim Duncan. Oh, yeah. That's your safety blanket. They got a safety blanket for you. That's it. That's it. Tim is going to hit you. When they double, Tim is going to hit you in the corner. Hit you in the corner. Hit that, hit that hit the- That's it. Square form. Exactly. <laughs> You're going to get about six to eight opportunities for big plays per game. Because they got to double that down there. They got to do something about that. That's now. it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you hit over 50% of your big play opportunities per game, that's four big plays. With this running game. We bring in home, we bring home something. And we getting turnovers from this defense. Because you know we full court pressing. Yes. The whole yes. game. The whole game. <laughs> All we we say Peters the whole game. All game. Like the boy, <laughs> what's his name, Sam Jackson, that was the coach out there in high school? Oh, yeah, Coach Carter. Yeah. <laughs> like, all man, all his sisters were the play calls. That's like, look. Yeah, this, this is Rhonda. This is uh, this Ashley. This is uh... <laughs> Oh, that's it. And people are taking that. Sometimes people take that as a slight to Tyler Buckner. No, that's how. You develop a quarterback, man. Yeah. That's how yeah. you develop a quarterback. Go watch a confident that. quarterback. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> a guy that you can be consistent with. You know how Jack Cone became consistent, Jack Cone? 
Because he all he had to do was hand the ball off enough in his first couple years. Yes. When they was like, man, Jack, you really running things. Okay, let's go ahead and let you see if you can throw this thing a little bit more. Now, and now his information. And now his last game, he throwing it 60 times in a row. Yes. Look at that. That's development. And what we all say about Jack, look, we, we know he's not Tom Brady's superstar. No. But Jack going to be on the team because he's yes. developed. Yeah. You can try. We'll even be better. We would be better off with him for another year. Jack, Jack, might, Jack is gonna mess around and make a hundred million in the NFL, bro. <laughs> Think about he that. developed the right because way. he came to Notre Dame. Jack Cohn is about to make a hundred million because you know backups getting ten a year right now. Easily, 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 easily. and he's Ooh. already he's already got the wealth of experience of handing the ball off. Knows the game. Knows the game because he's, he's been watching it. better than anybody. <laughs> Jack Cohn is about to go 12 years in the league. Because <laughs> he's years. better off than Ian. You got to think he's better off than Ian. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. He, he really was back there handing it off, running different checks because mm-hmm. they was like, you know, everything but throwing. Right. And then he must have hit Tommy up, saw him in the summer, and he was throwing outside and was like, hey, I – Kind of want to work this arm out a little bit too, right? Right. And Tommy blessed Steve. I mean, great opportunity to develop. If we can develop guys like Jack Cohn at Notre Dame, look, we'd be all right. Unfortunately, we getting some 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 stuff back there coming real soon. Yo, look, man, I liked what I saw. Yeah, Tyler Buckner. Yeah, he's much better in the passing game. Than what we saw last year. Confidence is not his problem. Listen to me good, bro. Oh no. Confidence will never be confidence will never be his problem. No. He's fearless. He's fearless with the ball. He feels like he can fit it into tight spots. But he's Tom, missed the one speed. He yeah. throw it with the same speed every time, as fast yeah. as hell. <laughs> we don't need we don't need that. We don't no. we don't need that every time. No. You're gonna have eight opportunity. You will have eight opportunities a game. Yeah. To show your arm off. Where it's gonna be, we need you to push the ball down, the, ball the, field. down the field. It'll put it'll put 12 up. people in the box oh, and yeah. the coaching staff. Yeah. Now you got one-on-one with Brayden Lindsay. It's clear as day, no safety help. Can mm-hmm. you make the throw? That's what it comes down to this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now, we can sum this up in like two minutes, right? We go from the quarterbacks. We're going to go to this offensive line. Look here, man. <laughs> I got two words. Everybody's like, man, what's the offensive line looking like? Two words. Harry Heastan. That's all. Yeah, that's, it. that's it. That's it. We're good. No, two words. We're, we're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> They asked Marcus Freeman after practice, like, man, how can you explain the impact of Harry Heastan? He's like, man. Yeah, that's – Look, he wanted to cuss. He's yeah. like, man, look. I can go to sleep at night. i tell you that. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Facts. You know why? You know why? When they make mistakes, they're immediately – Turned into that offensive line. Identified and changed on the spot. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What was that? Like I don't, <laughs> care. I don't care if they got five yards on the run. It is crazy because he stands the one doing it. He's running the whole thing, and it's not—he's not like slipping where they in a, a coaching a coaching meeting, 
and Marcus Freeman said, "Hey, coach, I, I didn't notice this. We did no, 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 no." So she's just like, "No, I already had that. We already went over that. We yeah. done graded it out after yeah. practice and before yeah. practice. We got yeah. something for that." <laughs> okay, so, we can move on. <laughs> practice was over. Guess which group stayed out? The only the one that does. Every the time. And they all move in a pack. All, yes. all, all like eight of them or whatever. They all rock together and shit. All yes. <laughs> you know what they were working on? All of them. Physical Le stuff. Leverage. <laughs> keeping leverage against counter moves. <laughs> like the rip and the spin move. All yeah. of them were going through drills. How to stay in tune and, and go ahead and be ready for the counter spin move. Yeah. They change right there. Game change. The whole season changed right there. Minutes. That's it. A whole pack. That's whole all pack. you need. And after practice, they probably all went the mission together. Yeah, because they all sponsored. It's a, and Coach, he said, so y'all better eat together too. Right. <laughs> right. Dude, he pulled. This is the first. They started off with special teams. Right? Yeah. So they started out with field goals. With both kickers. I'm going to get the Blake Groupie, the new kicker. Man, when I tell you this dude might be like 98 pounds, dog. Oh, yeah. I was like, there's no way. There's no way you can kick the ball 50 yards, man. Oh, he's probably smacking that thing. Oh, sounds like a cannon coming off his feet. <laughs> coming off his foot. A cannon. Oh, the first thing we noticed, you know, boom. Like, okay. Yeah, he's smacking that shit. Top of the goalpost, like, okay. Yeah. Okay. But they're kicking, and after the third field goal, Harry, Blake, yanks him out of the <laughs> drill, pulls him over, and this dude is teaching him about his leg placement. Yeah. His leg and not. You probably said you got to. You gotta lock the leg right. You can't just be stepping yeah. down. You gotta step and lock. Lock it so this guy can't come through and yeah. reach and get that guy. Yeah, straight up. He's teaching. It's special teams. This is your all-American tackle, fam. And this yeah. dude is drilling fundamentals yeah. into his head. This is the third play of practice. First, no, third session. Come here. It's special teams. Special teams. Dude, but that right there is what pays dividends. And that right there is why Quentin Nelson, Zach Martin, and all the guys. This is why Josh Love came back. This is why Jared Patterson came back, to get that. They know they needed that before they went to the next level. That's right. That's why they came back. And it's amazing to watch, man. I heard stories about you, from you, CJ. And everybody we've talked to about Double H in practices, I'm watching the defensive line on the other end. Yeah, it's, it's hard to watch anybody else but the O-line. It's just so entertaining the whole time. I'm watching the other because the D-line was the only group outside doing sled work. Shout out to Al Washington being old school because everybody else was inside. It was a snowy day. No, they was outside. Al Washington had them dudes outside in the snow doing sled work. <laughs> well, that's what they need. We need to be tough on the said, front okay. anyway. Yeah. I, I say, okay, Coach Washington. Yeah, you do boys tough. The line, and I hear, I'm like Kevin. You know, he's talking about his uncle got out of jail, Kevin yeah. Hart. 
Yeah. I'm in the club. I'm, I'm partying, dancing. <laughs> but I can hear. Yeah, I can hear. <laughs> but I can hear. It's like I can't see Harry, but I, I can see him. But I, I know he's around here. My focus is here, but all I hear is that cat Harry yeah. just drilling, drilling, oh. teaching, teaching. And everybody I talked to that had been there the previous two years was like, "Yeah, it's totally different." Yeah, it's, it's totally different. So the fan base should be excited about this coaching staff. That's right. right? It's beneficial. Let's go from offensive line because we don't really have to get in depth. Look, the start the starters. You had Christophic at left guard, Love at right guard. You had uh, Z Carell at center, Blake Fisher at right tackle. You had left tackle uh, Joe Alt. You had Caleb Johnson. Looked really good as the backup right tackle. Had a really mm-hmm. nice day. Offensive line had a good day. Yeah, they go. That's going to happen. They had a good day. They're going to get better. It's going to be much better than it was last year. Mm-hmm. Rest your souls on that. You don't have to worry about that. Let's talk about these wide receivers, bro. Some great plays made by Lorenzo and Braden Lindsay showed up. I'm still Braden Lindsay, man. I'm just wondering if Notre Dame is really should we be using him like Percy Harvin? What a, what, well, yes, because he's not going to get the production outside the numbers this year with the amount of talent that he has. So if we got to hand it to him, flip it to him, toss it to him, throw it to him. He's yeah. got special teams. He needs to be used like Chris Tyree is used, just yeah. a bigger version. Because even Avery Davis – is going to struggle in production just because it's not right next to the quarterback like Michael Mayer is. So if I'm Tommy Reese, I'm like, how many different ways can I get Braden Lindsey the football like Debo Samuel mm-hmm. less than it just being him run a bunch of go routes that yeah. we may not be too accurate. We can get it there, but are you trusting Tyler hitting six out of ten Deep balls in the first three games, probably not. Probably like he is missing something. Mm-hmm. Um, straight out speed. I don't know. I do. I would say he probably wouldn't clock. I mean, he's a track guy. I would Ooh. say uh Braden Lindsay. Yeah, he's probably a four a, a four four. I would say I love four, four. four four. I'm thinking like straight a four pass. four five. But he see my point is, regardless of what he clocks, he's not on the field in pads. He ain't Will Fuller. No, 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 no. That, that's my point. He's not Will got too much accelerate. Like, see, Will yeah. is just different. He's different. Will's Will. different, and that's my point. Will has some. He has certain elements in him that scare defensive backs, and for some reason, with the speed that Braden Lindsey has. He doesn't scare guys. No, nah, it's like they don't take to him serious. To work back to the ball on the short, intermediate stuff and have separation. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like when he runs a comeback, he doesn't have separation like he should with the speed he has. And I don't know what he's missing that will cause him to have a little bit more separation. 
but he just doesn't have it. And it might be unfair comparing him to Will Fuller, who we know was just different. Will's a top receiver in Notre Dame history now. Right. That's a top receiver. He's a top receiver in Notre Dame history now. He's a regular guy. We can jet sweep with one of the first plays. One of the first plays in the scrimmage might have been the third or fourth play was a quick screen. See, that's a Brady Lindsay play. They brought him in motion. Height, quick screen out to him. Think he, if he had kept it outside, he probably would have gotten about eight to nine yards, but he decided to go back inside, ended up with like four or five. But he's not a Percy Harvin with the ball in his hands. Game he's breaker a, type. Yeah. No, he yeah. ain't no yeah. give it to him and everybody back up. He just going to make five yards and make six guys miss. Like, yeah. No. yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, we got a chance to outflank. Oh, they didn't, they didn't rush us up the field. Oh, we're down. You know, we hit the sideline. Oh, we're out of there. That's, that's the kind of thing. So, but wide receivers look good, man. Lorenzo looked good, had a fantastic day. Braden had a couple of nice catches down the sideline. Uh, Cozy did not participate in the scrimmage. He right. was coming off an injury, but he did go through drills, seven on seven. But when it was live and they were like fake tackling, as I call it, he didn't play. Connor Radigan. Had a really good day, bro. Mm. 86. Connor Radigan had a really good day. Slightly is, that, is, that the doc, is that Dr. Radigan's cousin or son or something like that? I don't know. I know he's on the uh, in the garage podcast with the guys. Oh, okay. Sometimes. You know, him and him and Jay Mickey all day. All this stuff to oh, say. Oh, they were chirping. I'm telling you. How my, how my guy uh how my guy Cam Hart look, by the way? Cam was on the sideline. Remember, Cam is still recovering that's from, the, right. He's from still, the procedure. From the procedure, that's Joe right. Wilkins, Joe Wilkins looked really good. But he was, this is once once again, he looked really good, but he was limping at the practice. I don't know what happened, but he was walking. He's, he's a he's a thin-built kid now, yeah, too. But he, is the, he is the no doubt leader in that wide receiver room. Like, you can see it. Like Chris he's Brown in 20, what, 2015? Yeah, Chris Brown, great leader in the room. Yeah. yeah, reliable guy. Yeah, but I like what I saw. Intermediate stuff, especially getting separation. It was because uh, I want to go to the defense because I want to give a shout out to the defensive backs. They look really good, man. Without Cam Hart, bro. To the point yeah. that I'm like, okay, because the discussion for me is. Ryan Barnes is really – man, Ryan Barnes is really big, like 6'2 and a half. He's a freshman, right? Sophomore. Sophomore, yeah. Cut up. Him and Phillip Riley look good. Yeah, Phillip Riley's huge. Look, Phillip Riley look good. <coughs> you know who else look good? Our boy Tariq Bracey. Our boy Ramon Henderson. Tariq Bracey, look, I'm glad you said that. Tariq Bracey? Every week, don't we don't even have to worry about that slot? That's his. You know when a kid, you know when a kid realizes what he is. Yeah, Tariq Bracey knows what he is. You would just he just saw it, saw it in display. Like, like he's like, oh, I got it. You know, he like, am I boundary? Am I field? No, no, no. Yeah. Uh-huh. Halfway through the season last year, he realized like, put me in that slot. I'm the slot guy. And he was, yo, 
Well, he's dude. That's it. That's who he is. And as many teams that will play, that play multiple receiver uh, formations, man, we can come out nickel all game long and make it happen because he's physical. He tackles. You know he's always trying to peanut punch, knocking the ball out, interceptions. Tariq is that dude. So we know we got Tariq. We know we have Cam. Now we have to figure out Clarence Lewis looked better. Looked better. Noticeably bigger too, bro. He's been in the weight room. Mm. So he's noticeably bigger. Been in the weight room. I'm, I'm, man. And shout out to Marcus Freeman handling the postgame of the Fiesta Bowl the way he did. Because I think it gave Clarence Lewis confidence to go ahead and put in the work in yeah. the offseason. All right. And he knows they know, you know, we'll stick with him. He's going to be our guy. I think he's going to be the guy. And now they're very confident that if we have to pull him, we have a couple of guys behind him mm-hmm. that we can go to. Right. Jaden Mickey might not be ready, but he ain't scared. See no. that at that position. I was talking to Driscoll about Jaden Mickey. And he said, maybe you can back me up. He said in the history of defensive backs, he at Notre Dame, he's never seen anybody talk more trash than Kavari. Yeah, Kavari, yeah, for he sure. Said Kavari, he said Kavari talked all game. Yeah, there was literally nobody I've ever seen talk more. Well, other than uh Chauncey that played for Florida, that plays for the Saints. Yeah. Him, him and Kavari are the two biggest trash talkers. On a, just a day-to-day basis. It ain't right. even about a game or practice, none of that. Right. On a day-to-day basis, they talking that trash. And they said, already, Jaden Mickey is taking that trophy. Already. <laughs> They're like, dude, it's not even close. They're like, this dude's a freshman, and it's not even close. Listen, he out there going crazy. He is like, yo, and he's letting it be known. Jaden Bellamy, he's injured, so he didn't participate in practice. That's the other freshman. Marcus Freeman is very happy. Very happy with the development of his young DBs. So they have a little bit more depth on the back end. Safety's a man. Ramon Henderson was nice. I told you, Houston Griffin looked better next to his boy Brandon Joseph. DJ Brown almost lost his scholarship, though. Dude almost lost his scholarship on Saturday. Felt bad for him. Glad everything turned out okay. But the man almost lost his scholarship. I felt, I was like, yo. If my man does not get up in like the next two minutes, yeah, it's a problem. You might have to hop into that transfer portal, dog. <laughs> like for real, <laughs> you know what I mean? For real. Or yeah, you don't might hurt, have to get, don't be hurting Lorenzo, bro. We gonna I don't know how it was in Ohio, but they might have had to put him in the pumpkin head circle. You know what the oh, pumpkin yeah. head is? Where they put him in the uh, they put the the, uh, the thing over top of him, right? It's the it's the hole in the wall, right? Yeah, here in Chicago is like, you know, when you want to be part of a group, they kind of, you know, jump you in. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was like, yeah. yeah, okay. And the punk head is like the knot on your head you get, you know. Yeah. Why? He might have had to get in the middle of the wide receiver group, dog. Oh, they would have had to jump you. Five just minutes. for five minutes, bro. We got to beat you up real yeah. quick. That's just five minutes. No That's all, dog. Right. Yeah, you know, because we ain't trying to hurt you, but that, you got you to gotta feel this one. Right. That don't make no, that don't make no sense, bro. Right. What you doing? Right. This is the guy that's going to score all the touchdowns this year. 
to where it getting even hurt because you just but you know that goes to the DJ Brown probably felt like I have to make a play today because everybody else is going crazy in the secondary. Facts. Like I got it. I got it. <laughs> DJ made the first play of the, of the day. Of no, yeah. he played, Jay, Jay, Mickey made the first play of the day. Defense. Mm. DJ made like the next play after him. He came up mm. on a swing pass and lit. He came up on a swing pass and lit the lit the freshman up. Lit him up. Oh. oh. <laughs> Yeah, he welcomed he welcomed him to Notre Dame. He lit him oh, up. Oh, he hit the freshman. Oh, yeah, that's... he lit him up. He lit him up. It was all good though. He lit him up. So, defensive line. Defensive line is pretty deep, man. Jason Adamiola didn't practice. Justin looks much faster and stronger. Isaiah Foskey. Dude, this cat Isaiah Foskey, let me tell you something. The first half of the practice, he did nothing on work. He did all he did was work on counters. All he did was work on counters and setting the edge defensively in the scrimmages. Like you saw him, I'm like, okay, I see what he's doing. They got towards the end of practice and went live. He started putting that speed rush on, boy. And it was really? a problem. I was like, okay, okay. That's his go-to, though, because he's long like that. And Al Golden was moving him. He didn't keep him on the same side. Mm. And then Justin was switching, switching sides, nice. right? Jason Onye, Tyson Ford, the youngsters, give them a year to get acclimated, get stronger. Jason Onye is going to be a problem, bro. Mm. Super nice, super quick on the interior. Tons of athletic ability, dude. One play, he's in the backfield being disruptive, and the next play, you're kind of like, okay, what was he supposed to do? He's just in that place, kind of where our guy that we're going to talk about when we get to the linebackers was last year. Jason Onye, by the middle of the season, can really can really take off. Yeah. Riley Mills, Orangeburger, both of those guys, just big, man, just big. Notre Dame looks the part, dude. They just mm-hmm. look the part now. Now they just need really Gabriel Rubio had a good day in the interior. He's really the closest we had to that 300-pound guy. But Jacob Lake, I mean, uh, Howard Cross, man, I just hope he can stay healthy. Yeah. Jacob Lacey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You let these two dudes be interchangeable because, you know, Jason's going to replace one of them. Mm-hmm. But that third guy is going to be in the rotation on the interior. And then Onye is going to slide in there as well. Tyson Ford to take a little bit more time because he just got the campus. But that little rotation with Gabriel Rubio, Rubio mm-hmm. especially if they can stay healthy, the interior is going to be okay, bro. Maybe we can probably take about 10 to 12 yards off of that rush per game. Mm. Giving up defensively with what they have inside. And I think once the spring is over, they might be looking in the, in the portal for another DT. They might. They would have to just they because might. you don't want to lose. You're not going to get a guy that's 300-plus ready to go out of the, the fresh senior year of high school. Yeah. Especially if you want, want to stay on that current hot run of getting closer to the chip, you can't take it down here like that. Yeah, yeah. So – um, let's go to the linebackers and we'll start 
Joshua Nip says, I heard Bo and Blake got into it. It really wasn't much of a fight, dog. No. Nah. Mm-hmm. Bo got dealt with. Yeah, Bo he got just got upset with. that he got dealt with. That's all that Bo, was. Bo, Bo got dealt with. <laughs> that's really that's really what happened. Bo got dealt with, and his boy Kaiser tried to come and support. He was about to get dealt with too. Before they blew the whistle and started breaking everything up. They kept Blake Fisher's mean. He's mean. Uh, Joshua uh, Poupard, thank you, my man, for tapping in as always. Don't play with me like that. Tell me they're going to move key either side. Key, 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 key. Mm-hmm. How uh, did my Wagner look? Oh, he's not there yet? Oh, he's not there yet. He's not mm-hmm. there yet. But I'm trying I- to how many people can early enrollee? Is it is it a limit on that now? That's up to the high school kids. Oh, really? I thought yeah, the school because so we had five. Yeah, they had double uh figures this year. What? Yeah, they had like eleven. Oh, yeah. Swear to God, you could do that. I thought you could only have five or some shit. No. Wow. So I came in on the front end of all of that, you know, transfer portal, early enrollee. I was like the beginning of all that, I guess. So it says that up to five early enrollees are allowed to count towards the previous class. But you can have more than that. <laughs> well, you, you can count, five of them can count towards the previous class. And then that impacts your scholarships that you have. So that's what happens when all these guys are skipping out on their senior year of high school football. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So did we get everybody? Linebackers. Um, Bo and Kaiser, because they stayed in nickel the entire game. I mean, the entire practice. They were working on nickel, right? And it was Bo and Kaiser, first group. Prince Kali, Junior Tuya Amaka, second group. And then other guys were being rotated in. Mm. So the linebackers just had, yo, let me tell you something, bro. There's no more thinking with Prince Kali. Like, you remember all last year, we were like, yo, you can tell the wheels are turning in his head when he's on the field? Yeah. Nah. Nah, he's straight downhill now, dude. Like, he knows where he's going, what he's supposed to do. He's reading his key, and he's going on the snap. He's And he's disruptive. Good. That's what you want to see. He was the best run blitzer all all day. Yeah, he's probably the most athletic linebacker, too, right now. And he's good in coverage. And he can cover. And he can cover. So the linebacker play should be better than it was last year. Should be. I'm watching, hey, bro. I'm watching uh, drills, right? So they're doing swing passes to, you know, the drill, the linebackers about 10 yards away, 10, 12 yards away. Then they start up 
when they see the pass in the air to the running back, they do the up down. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They do the up down, and when they get up, they find the it's runner. The pursuit, pursuit they, drill type. They find the runner, and then you know take the right angle. But we talk about angles with the linebackers all last year. That cat Audrey estimate hit that cat hit that cat JD Bertrand with the nastiest bro. He hit that dude with the nastiest ee ee ee. Oh, he got sweet feet for a big dude. Sweet feet, bro. Oh sweet. man, that's, I told you that's my he guy. Audrey the jersey. He hit that mark with the double. He hit him with the, the foot outside, but then he sold it with the shoulder. He hit mm. him with the boom, uh, and then just whoop, man, it was on. I was like, okay. And it was like, it was bad because you know when the media is watching, they're like, ooh. I'm yeah. like, JD was playing with a cast on his hand, too. It's like, dude, he's all out of whack. He's still trying yeah. to recover from last year, man. Yeah. Yeah. Did he fix his hair since that press conference, man? No. <laughs> no, Pierre, come on, man. Yo. Uh, yeah, you gotta play the clip now. Yo, you he's still looking like the clip. Yo, take my word. Audrey hit him, man. Audrey hit him with the bing bing. Nasty bing bing. I was like, yo, okay, See? okay. Somebody okay. was telling the truth about what they're gonna do in that all season. I told you, I told you, the freshmen. Uh, and we said this on IB. They all got action. Later on in the scrimmage, outside of the drills, they're fast, bro. They're fast, but they're small. Jalen Smith, Jalen Sneed, Jalen Sneed needs. They need man. He needs double training table. <laughs> double, like whatever he eats at training table, send it. Send the same thing to his room with him, dude. Yeah, because like, he's just too skinny. That's real skinny, real skinny, man. It's gonna take him. He's it's. He could probably play special teams, especially if he's just running down or he can play gunner on punt return. But him, Burnham, Ziegler looks more of the part. They just need they need more weight, man. Mm. A little light in the pants. Hella athletic, though. Hella, hella athletic. Uh, Carmody moving to center bodes well for him. It'll be an interesting battle once Patterson comes back between him and Correll to see who starts. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Carmody is much more of a mauler, bigger. Correll, smaller, all about technique. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. But overall, overall, look. I said this and I'll say it again. It's a bunch of talent on this football team. A bunch. That running back room. That's the key to success this year. Hey, bro. That running back room. That running back room is going to be a problem. Something to worry about, huh? Yeah, they get any block. If they get any any kind of block, don't we're not talking about 2017. No. Type blocking. 
if they get 2018-19 block, they good. All right. Ohio State's going to have a problem. They're going to get punched in the mouth. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Ohio State is getting punched in the mouth if they come in soft. Let them let Ohio State come out in the first quarter, two safeties back. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. even think they, they would probably. Oh, man. Yeah. They, it's going to be a problem. It's, it's going to be a problem. And this is crazy. The most explosive back that's just different is the freshman. Is the freshman. The freshman is the one that just has a whole nother gear. Mm. Like you just watch him run and you like, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's a problem. That's why we tell you, we're not hating on Tyler Buckner, but young man, hand that ball off. Hand the ball off, man. Hand that ball off. You're going to be in great position. Great position every game. You hand that ball off 55, 60% of the time. Don't try to do it yourself. No. Do not go out there and try no. to think, oh, the team is on my back. Oh, I no. got to force it into these small windows because I want people to see that I got a strong arm. Yes. No. If it ain't Michael Mayer, run. I'd rather you Absolutely. run. Shit. Absolutely. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> First of all, if Lorenzo ain't running one-on-one down the field, run. Run. Take off. Take off, get the yards, come back. Because you know you can You're always good. get up, next play, and hand yep. it off. Yep. <laughs> we get five more yards. Just don't make the mistake. That's all. Just don't make the mistake. Just don't don't be That's the hero. all we need. I, I swear. Hero. Dude, if Tyler Buckner throws for the formula, if Tyler Buckner can complete 60% of his passes, I'm a low baller. So I think yeah, low baller. Better. I think you do better, but I'm a low baller. 60% is a good low, a good low estimate. 60% of his passes, keep his interceptions around six or seven. And maybe have like 23 touchdowns. See, Tyler comes off as a kid that uh, uh that won't mind throwing three picks in a game, you know, just no, on I don't, I don't need that. I don't need that. I just I feel like that's 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 the confidence level he rocks. So you'd be like, so what I threw it another pick. Who cares? I'm trying to yeah. I know he might not care, but I know that bench is gonna care. Let That's him throw right. three picks. He's gonna be right over there. <laughs> you can sit right there, dog. Especially if it's against a good team. You're gonna sit right there. You gonna see. You're gonna see. If he man, if he throws for 25 touchdowns, that's a great season. It's a great season. That's like great two season. a game. That's a fantastic season. Mm-hmm. That's two a game. Ian only had 15 in the season. That's it. That's two a game. That's all you need. Thank you for the super chat, Michael. For Kostrosis. Kostrosis. I don't know how I messed that up. I miss you guys on days where there's no podcast. Just want to send you some love. Go Irish. Yeah. Man, it was a tight schedule with me being a South Bend. 
We just couldn't coordinate time, so we just decided to wait. And I'm with you. Rashman 18, no interceptions. <laughs> like Pierre said, three picks. No, nah, I need TB to be able to read a defense. That's the thing. Like, I think his reads are going to be real simple. Unless they face, like, Alabama, who really comes with the exotic stuff. Against this schedule, the deep man, Brent Venables is out in Oklahoma now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who's really about to throw anything exotic at him, man. And how exotic they're going to they're going to put eight or nine in the box, play man and press, mm-hmm. and be like throw the ball over our head. That's exotic. Two they're going to like show you a bunch of looks for what. Yeah. We just gonna run around anyway, so we're gonna yeah. make you throw it one on one under pressure. Yeah, that's his exotic look all season. That's the exotic look all season with Tyler Buckner. Yeah, but if he succeeds, that's 25 easy touchdowns because he's throwing a bunch of bombs and over the over the top. No doubt. And here is MWJR. <laughs> We will. Don't worry about it. We'll Hell yeah. At the shoot. Podcast right in front of the locker room. <laughs> so, yo, we say the best for last. So, today I drove down, had the uh, opportunity to see uh, Dante Moore walk in. I actually almost missed him, right? My goofy self. I get there in plenty of time. Like, because he arrives at 1215, I pull up in the parking lot of the practice of the uh, indoor facility at like a quarter to 12. And I'm not thinking that he's going to be walking into the ghoul. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, so when I realized like, oh, snap, he's going to be at the ghoul, I'm walking and the scene is like taking place. Like he's already like approaching the street to come across the street. Everybody's outside, you know, all the guys that cover, Driscoll was there too. So he got him too. Got video and photo. Saw it happen. He goes inside, staff, coaches. Everybody's in there. It's like big roar. Look here, man. Only one podcast that covers Notre Dame that told you the Dante Moore thing was happening. And we told you months ago, courtesy of that man right there. This man right here that was having private conversations with Dante Moore back in December. In December. Think about how long that is. December. The Prophets. This man. I take no credit. This dude was the one that was letting everybody know. Like, relax. Relax. We got this. Two days. Dante Moore will be here. And uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. There are a lot of people out there on Twitter saying uh, it might be a done deal in the next day or two. Mm. I hope you get a phone call from the offices as thanks, bro. 
I'm just saying, without going into it, I hope you get a phone call. See, this is amazing because he's about to he's he's about to pull the humility thing. Okay. Look here, man. This dude right here is an asset out here. Okay? <laughs> hey, I'm not a hey, I'm no BS. This That's is the first, this the first dude that really connected. I I know for a fact that Intel that came from him specifically found this way to the offices no <laughs> am i lying am i no. lying you are not lying okay then my boy deserves credit that's and on top of that last week the number one quarterback that notre dame offered in the class of 2024 jada rashad oh no 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 jay davis yeah say rashad he brought up somebody's name. Whose name did he bring up? Oh, he brought up the OG. Malik Zaire. I'm just That's real. I thought that was real. I said, you know what? You had to really be watching because he's about eight years since I played. Bro, come on. So man. that's pretty crazy. You know, you know, bro. People know. People know who the most exciting quarterbacks in the last 10 years were. We like that. At the like dome. So <laughs> hopefully we get another one. I just okay, I just think we can stack it. You know, he'll he'll be calling you. He'll be calling you too. Hit me. You'll be talking to him too. That's what well, we, we gonna get our little NIL together. thing together on the pat on the podcast. Now we spend it different. We spend it different. We spend it different. And you know, shout out and thank you. We are featuring Anora Whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com is the premium American whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com. Drink responsibly. Shout out. To Coach Freeman for being a purchaser and supporting the Anora boys <laughs> and having it in his office. Hey. We appreciate you <laughs> sending that picture over. Yeah, that's right. We spent it different. Shout out to the staff as I was walking out of the pro day that was wearing that beautiful unreleased Under Armour gear. <laughs> I'm so mad, man. I man, I want to bop a couple of people over their heads. Yeah, yeah. I like Coach Freeman said, "Hey, Coach, I need a little freshen up on the, on the jacket, though." Because you had to, to walk staff. by the equipment room. Shout out to the staff, giving stopping me, giving me the head nod as I was leaving the facility, and saying, "Yo, we enjoy your content." Man, that's real. I hit my boy and say, "We we in here." We in here. We in here. We in the, the building is listening to us. We in here. They whispering the podcast around them hallways. It's all I'm saying, and we appreciate it because we all we do is try to spin it different. That's all we do, and deliver that real perspective. We try to give it the same, give the same information, just a little different way. And we hope you enjoy it. And we thank LL Nation for always supporting us. So Dante Moore. Look, once again, just relax. Enjoy this ride. Relax. Relax. And oh, by the way, oh, by the way, the way we hit you back in December, oh, we're going to do it again. Don't forget, we spent it different. Because if you saw part one, 
we got part two coming this week with a certain recruit. Let's go. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's petty historic Petty Junction? Right, Petty Junction, each and every day, right here. Petty Stories of the Day, Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. Hey, bro, let's get to it. Elephant <laughs> in the room. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look here, bro. Elephant in the room. Let's get to it. Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you how bad this is. So, you know, I was tired from being in the bend all weekend. Drove back, had to get right to church. So, man, by the time it was four or five o'clock yesterday, I was knocked out. <sighs> I'm not watching anything, bro. I wake up at a quarter to 10. I'm in the bed. I'm flipping. And, you know, Dude, anytime I see Avengers Endgame, I'm stopping. Anytime yeah, I see it. You got to check that out. So I stop, I'm watching it. Bedroom door, boom. Oh, my God. You'll never guess what just happened. I'm like, dude, I'm watching the Avengers. What are you talking about right now? Like, yeah, I, this know is what's happening. About, I know you're not interrupting my, my viewing pleasure of the Avengers. For the Oscars. I please. She's like, no, no, no. You have to see this. So I go to the DVR. I play it. And I'm confused. (laughs) From a production standpoint. Because I thought it was fake, dude. Because I'm like, okay. This looks like they spliced this together. Like, it was. I was confused. And then I remembered the, the delay. So I'm like, okay. And I'm like, yo, did this really happen on national TV? And an hour later, I get a text from you like, yo, did you see that? And I'm like, yeah, man. Look, I'm, I'm going to, I told my boy last night, and I'm going to say this again, because I'm not getting caught up in that right, wrong, and I'm never, I'm, I would never pit two brothers against each other, ever. That I'm not doing. I'll leave that for somebody else. If my partner wants to do that, so be it. I would do. I was just sad that that played out that way on national TV. I, for everybody involved, I was like, yo, that's it's not a good – ultimately, it's not a good look for Will. What Rock did, it's just, man, look. <laughs> I, I wished – at that point, I wished – that I had the time stone and I could turn that thing back. Man, turn it back like all the way right before Rock did the joke and just whisper in his ear like, let it go. Just just, just <laughs> move on, dude. Just move on. 
Unfortunately, I couldn't get my Thanos on last night. Things are what they are. I'm not about to see because I've man, it's been all over social media today, from toxic masculinity to manhood and all. Look, man, shout out to Diddy who went on his IG page and said, "Yo, we everybody met, we got them together, it's squashed. They talk, it's good." Ain't no squash. This that's the only me. Thing. I'm like, that's all. For me, I right, look. You go ahead. You speak your piece, bro. Because I'm I'm done with it. I'm done. With I it. just hope that I never get paid enough to where the money take the bite out of being a man. That's all. I hope I never make enough money to where somebody can walk on stage, smack me like that, and I don't do anything. I don't know how much money it takes to get the bite taken out of you. And the bite looked like it was taken out of Chris Rock. Now, if I'm Chris Rock, I just hope he got to be careful out there. Because now if he tell a joke and somebody don't like it, they're just going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to do something about it. Let's be real. And bro. that's not, and that's not, that's not, it all could have been prevented if he at least defended himself. Because then it would have been an altercation that, okay, nobody wants to see that. Boom. Then there's, there's nothing to talk about. He didn't do anything. So I don't know what kind of squash there was. It was nothing needed to be squashed because it was squashed, clearly. I just hope that in front of 20 million people, if somebody smack you like that, I would just hope in the right mind that you wouldn't be so thinking about other things other than yourself in that moment. Look, man. That's crazy. Look, That's crazy. Look, I can't. That's crazy. <laughs> when I was younger, I, I got at somebody over my girl. But I could definitively say that it's very little right now. And this is because I know mine. I know mine. Everybody's different. Let's not <laughs> let's not act like the way Jada was looking didn't influence. Oh no, we I'm, look. I get all whatever he was feeling. Oh, it it up for him. Him I'm just saying up. after the smack, after the smack, you look, can't just let is, nobody smack you like that. This is, see, this is the thing, dude. <laughs> manhood, dude. We get caught with manhood only being connected to physicality. The essence of manhood is how you use your mind, bro. Oh my God! The essence of manhood Shad. is how you use your mind, bro. Now, Shad. now, somebody smacked you in hold front on. of twenty million people worldwide. Okay, and wait a minute. And your definition of your definition of manhood is that he has none because he chose to go a different route than squaring up and ruining not only his career but further damaging his brother's career. If somebody smacked Conor McGregor, okay. if somebody, wait, 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 if somebody, okay, okay, quick question. you think that if somebody smacked Tiffany Haddish like that yesterday, she would have not done nothing? Are you, you crazy as hell? We don't know. We don't Tiffany know. Haddish wouldn't have let that happen to her. And let me call, right. let me, let's see, let me, just because I know you, let me, I'm going to call Cap. I'm going to call Cap on you right now and throw a flag. I'm going to throw Cap. So let's say it's the fourth quarter. 
you down six and you hit your receiver on a 50 yard or inside the 10 yard line he gets up and dude spits in his face and he retaliates you would fully understand why he retaliated but don't sit here and act like you wouldn't be pissed off with the fact that he did in that moment. You would expect him as a teammate to understand the moment and show restraint. No. no okay. You no. lying. It's Cat. not a, it's not a, it's not a road high enough. Tell that to y'all all the time. No. That's Cat. And you it's know it's not it. a road high that's enough, Sean. And you know it. Not a road high enough. That's, if that's, somebody smack you like that in front of Cat. 20 million people, I don't. You cannot tell me. I'm telling. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That somebody smack you you like that. Wait a minute. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You're wrong for equating another man's manhood to his decision that's best for him. If the only way for you to show your man, what do you mean is best for him? Now you gotta defend yourself. You can't let nobody smack you like that. Wait a minute. Let me take. Let me tell you how gangsters move. Let me tell you how That's gangsters not, move. Listen, nothing about Chris Rock was gangster no, 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 yesterday. No, no, no. Nothing, nothing. Once again, nothing you, about gangster, that was you gangster. think gangster. You think you got to actually be tough. Or in a it's not about being tough. Way. It's about you don't let nobody do that to you, Sean. Wait a minute. Listen don't let me. nobody smack you, would like you. If you with your girl in the elevator, would you let her sister kick you and smack you? Listen to me, Sean. Listen, answer the question. If you're with your girl in the elevator, would you allow her sister to smack you and kick you? Sure. Answer the question. Would you allow, would you allow allow the sister to kick and smack you? Or would you be aware of your surrounding and take it and just remove her from the Rockefeller roster the next day like a real G? Are we talking about what I'm telling you is that there are certain people that are more conscious of their surrounding. Ain't enough surroundings in the world, Sean. That's what I'm trying to tell you. For you. No, not for me. If somebody smacked me in front of 20 million people and I'm performing on stage and it's so uncalled for, we fighting. Wait a minute. And that we're fighting. We're fighting. We're fighting. Don't be past the fact. Stop treating it like it's a stranger. There's nothing more. What do you mean? He smacked him like he was a stranger. He smacked him like he never met Chris Rock. It's your boy. But you, if you, your boy wouldn't do that to you, Sean. Your boy wouldn't smack you in front of twenty. That's like smack you in front of all the girls in the lunchroom. He just smacked you in front of all the girls in the lunchroom. And what you gonna do? Be much? Ain't no maturity in the way. Maturity doesn't lay in no foundation like that. I'll give you another thing. The smack. The smack was about a D minus, and you know it. The smack was weak as the smack was like a D minus. It was like for Chris to just take it like nah, nah. Now you know that smack was a D minus. First of all, his form was just was ridiculously off. Man, listen, listen, listen. He was leaning back with the smack. Come on, man. Look, ask Chris Rock. I just want you to ask Chris Rock. That was a D minus smack, huh? He would have been like. Nah, bro, he smacked you. Shout out to Chris Rock for for not pressing charges. You can't. You better not. You better. You better not because you have no right to at that point. You done let a man smack you, do all type of shit to you. You better not press no damn charges. 
Because I bet you, I'll tell you this, Conor McGregor wouldn't have let nobody smack him like that. Joe Rogan. I bet you nobody would be crazy enough to smack Joe Rogan in the face like that. I bet you there's plenty of Hollywood stories about Joe Rogan being smacked. Man, ain't nobody smack it. You, you think this is the problem? And not do We talking you about non-reaction. See, this is the problem. You put people on pedestals. You think this is the first time Chris Rock has been pressed and dealt with as a comedian? Chris Rock has never been smacked in front of 20 million people at the no, Oscars. Like I don't never. care what. Wait a minute. First never. of all, wait a minute. The number of people watching shouldn't change your principle on a man smacking. It no, it doesn't. I'm just saying that. Okay, that, that then, stop talking about the 20 million. If your it, it just heightens, it heightens the it heightens the degree. Why you, it heightens the degree. No, of why he should have no, did no, something. Your principle is your because principle. What do you mean? Your you can't let nobody smack principle. you like that. Period. Your if a dude smacks you and nobody else is around, what are you gonna do? It's the same. It, it doesn't matter. It, okay, doesn't matter. okay then. Okay then. But in that situation, so Rogan has been but people are saying, LA, bro. but people are so saying Rogan it's all mature. LA. But people are I saying it's all mature because he didn't do anything. That doesn't make you mature because you didn't do nothing. That's what all I'm saying. You said something I'm, about maturity. I said there are two ways of thinking in every situation. Every situation is two ways of thinking. You're of the mindset that there's only one choice to make. That's how people in that situation there's only one person making that situation, and that's how people end up dead or in jail thinking oh, like that. Oh, you ain't dying at no Oscars. Come on and now. No, no, no. We're talking about in general. I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about that situation. situation. Thinking like that is what um, get it was get okay. That's how people get shot dead. Thinking you the only way they can deal with a situation and not you shouldn't live around. your life letting people smack the shit out okay. you. <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. If you walking down, if you if you happen to be in Chicago, <laughs> if you happen to be in Chicago and you walking down 63rd Street and a dude walk up to you and smack you, what are you gonna do? We gotta fight. It's just what do you mean? Oh, you're dead. You you telling you're me random people walking you're up dead. smacking you, Sean, you just you're gonna dead. walk away? You're dead. So well, I promise so just you, Sean, to prove, nobody's just so gonna just walk to prove you're a man. So just to prove you're a man, Listen, you just Sean. gonna go ahead and die. What you gonna stand on in your life? You gonna let people yeah. walk up to you and smack the shit I would out? Rather stand, I would rather stand on the next day living and breathing nah. than to sit there and prove that I'm a man and die. Well, in that situation, Chris Rock wasn't gonna die and he would have been all right retaliating. That's no, just, that's just he just man. The, the he just would have been able, he wouldn't have been able to do anything else ever. This dude is in the middle of a but tour. So what? He smacked the shit out you in front of all okay. of the people. Okay. You're saying so what? So is Will, so was Will gonna get hired again? So what? But he's responsible for more than. Is Will gonna get hired for something again? Say what? Is Will gonna get hired for something again? Will is pretty much his own boss. That's why he walked. So up yes, so yes, he's gonna be on TV again, and Chris Rock will be on TV again, again. So neither one of their careers did the brand is take a hit. Because you got smacked and didn't do nothing. Yes, the no, no, brand no, no. took a hit for Chris Rock. Did, did, didn't did, do did, did Will Smith's brand take a hit? No. Oh, it he won an Oscar the same night and then got a video of partying like watched, nothing happened. You haven't watched conservative TV today, then. Man, Will Smith got, I got the video of Will Smith. I got the video of Will Smith dancing at the party holding the Oscar. Did like nothing happened. Over, wait, did you see him in the, in the corner crying during the commercial? Man, that's all for cameras. I know, I know. No, 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 no
after it happened, did you see him in the corner being consoled by Tyler? So what? I feel good. I feel he probably felt a good cry did after smacking the shit out of somebody. Wife? Did you see his wife having to be? Oh, what? He smacked shit out of dude. Where everybody like, oh, Jada was so happy. Jada was about to go home. Where was the camera of Chris? Why has nobody seen Chris after? They knew. They why has nobody? Why has nobody they seen knew Chris what Rock? Just happened, bro. Why has nobody seen a video of Chris Rock since that him getting smacked up? I haven't seen nobody. I've seen the reports that he said no press charges. I haven't seen a picture, a video, or nothing since he got smacked. What, I want to know why. Why does he have to prove anything to you? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. His decision wait. was the best decision for him. It don't they matter what hiding. he would have done. Yes, his best decision was to go into hiding. People don't. He don't want no, nobody to see. How his about face. the dude is on? How about the dude is in the middle of a world tour? The dude is in Philadelphia tomorrow night, and stopped to do the Oscars and cut off his tour, and his tour would have been over if he squared up with that dude last night. No, wouldn't you want no, him? You want nobody him? Nobody would have did that no, 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 because no, no, no. he was clearly you want not him to miss millions of dollars. He ain't gonna miss millions of dollars. Oh, they can't. They would have canceled that tour. And that's where up last who is night. They? Who is they? Up. What do you mean? The sponsors. What do you mean? Is, who is they? And this is the problem. I hope I never, ever, ever get paid to where it takes the bite out of being a man. That he literally. So you're saying man, that because bro. he's getting paid all this money, he can't to react to somebody man. smacking the shit out of him. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I tell you what, I'm from Because Will still got a job. I'm from Chicago. Will still won the Oscar. I'm from he Chicago. He still got everything in front of him. I'm from Chicago. I have a wife, a daughter, a purpose in ministry, and parents and uncles and nephews and nieces that need me. And if I get caught on 63rd because I'm over there doing something on the south side and some shorties walk up at me and they want my car and they want anything I got, I'm not about to sit there and show how much of a man I am. It ain't worth it. Nobody's okay. It ain't worth it. What about was, what about what about Will no, Smith and Chris Rock? Was that worth it? Does not work. You act like was your Chris Rock worth it for everything. It does. Chris Rock wasn't thinking about no sixty third Street. He, he was, was thinking, thinking about, about that money though. He was thinking about his his life and his money. Nah, I ain't no life and money. That's all you right, think. Guess who so it's okay word. if you getting paid millions of dollars to somebody to smack the shit out yeah. you. Guess who's getting the last word. Guess who's Will? Will got the last word. He dancing no, 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 with the no, no, no. Oscar. Not, 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 not when Chris Rock's next net, uh, special comes out. Man, we, nobody knows that. Comedian, we know what happened right after the Oscar. All, the comedian always gets the last word. Always. He ain't get the last word. Always. He ain't even showing his face. He always. can't even show his face. The comedian always gets the last word. Not, not this time. Not this time. Always. He got, do you see how many memes they put of this man out there on the internet? 50. 50 don't put no, six no. memes. What y'all do? They call this cat. He ain't a man because he ain't swing back. Heck yeah, exactly. Here, He's not a man because he swing. Okay, so you telling me. Get the heck out of here. It's Chris Rock has a family, right? No, no, It's real slick for you to talk when you don't have a bunch of people. I'll give you a perfect example. Perfect example. The vibe wait, party years ago. Wait, wait. The vibe party years ago. Multiple <laughs> stories. Death Row was walking down the hallway. Shug, Tupac, all of them. What did Puff do? He ran. He ran. Nobody Why? cared about Puff. We, not, we know Puff not no man when it comes to that. Oh, so he not a man because he wants. Wait, to wait. Win? it's beyond that. No, 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 no. Because your thing Puff. is, as a man, he should have he should have faced up to them dudes, right? He should have faced up to them. 
It, it took it. Will right? Smith put his hands on Chris Rock un unnecessarily. We agree on that. That's a fight. What you mean? Yeah, no that's a fight for you. you. That's a fight for you. It's a it's a fight for any person that got you. That's a fight for you. So you telling me if that's Will Smith smacked the shit out you, what you gonna do? You just gonna walk away? First of all, stop stop saying he smacked it. That he ain't smacked it. Do you understand smack the ish out of somebody? That dude himself. Chris Rock said it himself. He got smacked the shit out of. He said, Oh, Will Smith smacked the shit out of me. He made a joke of it, dog. What are you talking about? Ain't no joke of it. Ain't no joke of it. Ask ask Chris Rock this morning if that was a joke. Okay. And be like, is that a joke? All I'm saying, all I'm telling you, all I'm telling you. That you let shouldn't the brand, let, let the brand go. Let the brand go and get up in that territory where the smallest thing affects your ability to take small thing. Nothing about yesterday was small. No, no, nothing about squared, yesterday. No, no. If he had squared up and it was a fight on stage, you don't think that little one incident would have ruined everything for him. No. Nope. When was the last time? Wait a minute. When was the last time you saw Chris Rock in a movie? I saw him on the. Uh, the when TV was the special? last time you saw him in a movie? He hasn't wanted to. He hasn't done a movie. I don't. He's why? done. Why? Because he hasn't. I don't. Okay, I don't know that. But why? I. The better question why? is why you like Spike like him? he was anymore? Why are you like like he was anymore? Why would you let somebody smack you like that? Who cares about who cares about money? Who cares about all the career stuff? If somebody blatantly smacks the shit out of you like that and you don't do anything, that is a red flag because you have That's no bite. In your That's a red flag for what? You have no bite as a man anymore. You have nothing. You know how many white people get in a fight at the, the local bar down the street every day, weekend? How many you go to if you go to the local bar right down the street, right? right. And, and just hang out. There's fights that happen every single day. Now, you telling me that those people are somehow less wait, wait mature than Chris Rock? Wait, wait, wait a minute. So, he's not a man for showing restraint. Restraint? Restraint wait, is if y'all... Restraint would be if wait they was arguing. You know, if Will was arguing me, and Chris Rock says... You don't let me talk. You don't let me talk. Will had no restraint. Wait. Will had no restraint. If you if you look at the unedited video, you will see Chris Rock say, "Really?" and then say, "Ooh!" and you saw the possibility of him starting to walk towards Will, and he said, "You know what?" and he stopped him. Yeah, because the bite was taken out. The bite was taken out. They said, Man, "This is your bite," and they took it out. He said, "Oh, I got money. I got I got a reason why." That's the problem. That's the problem. That's why, dude, literally. And that's why that we have the situations we have today. That mentality, that mentality. Is why we have a bunch of scared guys out here today. No, no, exactly. no. It got nothing to do with men. That mentality. That, that mentality is why young kids die every day in the inner city. Man, you like talking about. Old, they feel like when somebody challenges them, that's the only way that they can be a man. Listen, listen, listen. They can do really? dumb stuff and prove that they a man. And trying to go with somebody and they killing listen. each other and you sitting up here glorifying that like oh yeah that's listen. the way to go that's the listen. dumbest listen. thing in listen. the world listen. these young kids dying because of that principle are young kids walking up to other kids and smacking the shit out of them are young kids walking up to other young kids and smacking the shit out no matter you can't convince nobody on this planet 
that you can sit there and tell somebody that, yeah, if somebody's wild and now they come up to you and smack the shit out you, that it's okay to not do it. That don't so make no sense. Wait, wait, wait. So based upon your principle, based upon your principle, if they roll through your neighborhood and shoot at you, you should go shoot at them. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. We're putting it in the context of what just happened. Or else you're not a man. If they you, shoot at you cannot you allow. Shoot them, right? That's your There's principle. not a high enough road in the world. Duh. If a dude shoots at you in front of your house, do you go shoot at him in front of his house? Yes. What do you okay. mean? Okay. Then what I know that's the way you think. This. If somebody smacks the shit out you, Sean, you can't sit there I and say the way you, you don't do this. nothing. That's cool. That's the people cool. will smack you every day for the rest and, of your and life. Ladies and gentlemen, that's why young people die every day. No, it's not. No, it's, was Chris oh, Rock going to die me. yesterday? Was Chris Rock going to die yesterday? I'm taking your principle. Was Chris Rock going to die yesterday? Because you made the blanket statement that it's if not somebody statement. does it's not something statement. to you, it's not you a don't respond statement. the right it way, you're a man. That's what you said. That's what you said. It would be different if Will and Chris was arguing. And it's like, okay, that's restraint because they didn't, they could have easily took blows out on each other, but they showed restraint. Now, somebody that didn't show restraint, and you talking about, oh, I need to still show restraint. That sounds like a weak beta male. What do you mean? Okay. So Once somebody just walked to you. Now, we're not talking about arguing. We're not talking Once about again. getting into it. Somebody Once has again. assaulted you, and you talking about, yeah, let me just Once relax. Again. Once again, a man can only be an alpha male. When his only response is to respond with violence. That's no, the only thing that makes no. you an alpha male. Then no. you need to clarify yourself because that's what you've been saying. If somebody smacks the shit out of you for no reason and you don't do anything, it just shows a couple things. It shows that you don't have any bite as a man anymore because that means if somebody can smack you like that for no reason and you all in the right. Because let's just think, good and right and wrong is all subjective. So all this whole, wait, wait, he could have handled it wait, differently. Wait, wait, he could have did this. He did that. this and that. He did yep, this. Yep, that's yep. that's very subjective because not yep, everybody yep. plays by the same rules. Yep, yep. So when it comes down to one thing, it only comes down to one thing, and that's power. Yep. And the power to change. What yep, happened? Yep, Will yep, Smith yep. didn't like something. Yep. He it built up for him, yep, and he yep. used the power to, and forced it upon yep, somebody yep. else to change the outcome. And what yep, happened? Yep. He made the dude stop talking about his wife. Yep. Period. Yep. yep. All this other stuff, it don't matter because look at Will. Yep. Five yep. minutes later, he's taking the same acceptance speech. Yep. Yep. He ended up dancing with the Oscars. Yep. And yep. you haven't seen Chris Rock since. And you know yep. why you haven't yep. seen Chris Rock since? Because it's too late. You already yep. let the yep. man smack you. If yep. he if he retaliated like yep. he should have because he was in the right to as a man, it wouldn't have been no big story. It would have been like, oh well, you don't, you don't, you hate to see that. Black people getting into it at the highest peak level or whatever. Yep. But I mean, hey, if anybody smack you like that, you got to respond. What do you mean? But yep. now it's all messed up and Chris Rock feels way worse because yep. he didn't do anything. And now yep. all he got to do is sit at home and see everybody laughing at him and making all these memes about getting beat up and why you didn't do nothing. But everybody that's soft is going to tell you, oh, it's okay. Let him do that. You heard what Will Smith said yesterday. He was like, look, you have to sit in this injuries and be constantly disrespected, constantly done it. Constantly. I can't take it no more. And that's right. You don't got to. And it shows one guy has a bite. Another one doesn't. One guy looked a lot happier. His family was like, even, even his son was like, yeah, that's what we do. That's right. That's just, that's a family proud of a guy that was, was sick. About, of I was about to say something about that dude, but I'm going to keep my mouth closed. 
Cause that's, hey. that's for him to for him to tweet that is super cap. Okay, it may be it may be super cap, but it ain't. It may be super cap, but not for the moment. Not for not for his dad. Not Bruh. for his dad. You, and Chris Rock ain't gonna say nothing. So what? Oh, what, what Chris Rock gonna do about it? Let me know when you're done. Chris Rock ain't gonna do a damn thing. Let me know. Jaden can Jaden can say all the cap if it is cap or if it's not cap. Chris Rock will not do nothing because he didn't do nothing when he smacked him the last time. You done? Last thing I'm gonna say. Mm -hmm. Our lucky lefty audiences out there, if somebody smack you like that for no reason, mm -hmm. I hope to God that you would do something to defend yourself. That's all. That's all. If you want to talk, look. Even people in the hood ain't doing that to people, walking up to somebody and smacking the shit out of them like that. So that's why I'm like, oh, this whole, yeah, there's a difference between being stupid and defending yourself. And then there's another thing like what happened last night. That's all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every, yeah, I'm done now. You done? You sure? Because that's, like, come on. Ain't a road high enough in the world. What do you mean? You sure you done? <laughs> you sure you done? All right, done. No, no, no. I want you to get it all out. You done? It's all out. It just don't make no sense. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Since Will was a man, right? Because of what he did, right? He an alpha male, right? Will. Wait, wait. No, no. Is his response in accordance with being an alpha male? Whose response? Will. Will didn't respond. Will did the action. It's this Chris Rock response. No, That's no, what we're no. talking about. Will it's Chris responded, Rock's response Will to get responded, Real Will responded to the joke and his wife's look. Was his response to those two things in accordance with being an alpha male? To him, hell yeah. Because he felt like he needed to defend what he felt was being, at that point, taken advantage of. And you can't, and I love that. I love that you asked that. You know why? Because a, a people will love to tell you how you should respond to shit. Mm. They go love to tell you, oh, you need to say this. Oh, you need to do this. But why is it that other people can dictate what you're supposed to respond to? That don't make no sense. You can't tell a man, all right, don't beat me up, but I'm going to talk a whole bunch of craziness for two years. Because did you see the video last year of Chris Rock going in on them for about 10 minutes? He went on. He went on Jada and Will for ten minutes last year. I saw the whole video, so I'm like, he thinking about that, and then you doing it again. Oh yeah, we have a problem. We have a problem. You done? Okay, I just so had to answer. answer. Your answer was yes, right? Yes. Your answer was yes. He was a man. What was that manhood when a dude set up a whole promo tour and <laughs> album talking about how he was banging his wife for three years? See, I don't want if you want to be a man, be a man the whole time. Don't choose when you want to be a man. You want to be a man the whole time. Okay, but, but even he with that, even with that, he should have to a whole album, an entire album on how he was banging his wife. All the stuff he's been going through the last three years is because of the same woman and her choices. But now you choose to buck up in this moment. Come on, man. Stop. Don't be talking stop about what? you ain't no alpha male. Let's stop. You, I'm, I, okay. If it's one situation that I'm going to buck up, it's definitely going to be that August Alcina situation. For sure. He should have did it then. Oh, wait, wait, we wait. don't know. We don't but know everything that he did there. You know why? You know why? We don't know everything he did there. 
You know why he couldn't buck up in that situation? We don't know. We don't know everything that went down either. Could, wait, wait, wait. He couldn't buck up everything. because of how they flow. That's why he couldn't buck up in the situation. So we can stop this with this old false equivalence of him being an alpha male. And it's all not. But we, you avoided everything I'm talking no. about from Chris Rock's no. response. No. I'm talking about Chris Rock's response. No, no. All this other stuff of what Will should have did before he did no, what no, he no, did no. is conjecture. Stop. What I should Chris what Rock said. have done right after I that took, smack? I took what you said because you tried to put him in the category of being an alpha male. No, I'm putting Chris Rock. No, listen, he is not listen, an alpha listen, male. Listen, listen, He's not. Will Smith is not the not the topic of my conversation. It's what the response mean? from Chris Rock. Chris Rock is my conversation. I just Will Smith you. doing it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant because he smacked him. Did I not just ask you if Will Smith was an alpha male? But that's about an argument that I'm not making. That's about an argument I'm not making. I'm making an argument that regardless of what happened, who cares of what happened that built up to it? Chris you, Rock's response was not you, was not a man. Was I'll not let a you man. give your point. I'll let Chris you Rock empty was not the tank. Man. I'll let you empty the tank. I didn't know you were switching the conversation. I wasn't switching. I took what you said. I took what you said about alpha males and applied it to what we have seen from Chris him. Rock is not an alpha male. Will Smith, oh, that's your opinion. Will Smith, I'm Will Smith and all that stuff. You, he felt in prop, that moment he wanted Will to respond Smith that way. But you're not about to prop Will Smith up like he I'm is. not propping Will Smith up. My okay, whole point. But you my whole said point he was. My, only because you asked me the question. My whole point but was. But you answered it, yes. But it has nothing to do with what I was talking about. You, only, I'm only answering the question of what you asked Ooh. me. Do you think in that moment he felt like that was right for him in that moment? That has nothing, but that's beside the point. Who cares? Because at no. the end of the day, he smacked him. So whether he felt like he should have smacked August Alcina or he should have smacked the, the reporter that said something years ago, oh it don't it's God, irrelevant because it doesn't matter. He he smacked him, and Chris response was oh. nothing. That's the problem. If he smacked him and then Chris responded by smacking him back. Then this whole will should have been toxic masculine. It wouldn't have been no conversation. It would have been like two men had it out, and it was over. Know, but toxic masculinity is not the topic. I said that at the beginning. What are you I'm saying about? all the stuff that people are trying to talk about will before the that's smack what, is that, irrelevant. All of that shit is irrelevant. It's None irrelevant because it's smacking. All, all of that I'm stuff before you, will. All I'm telling you. The tour, you. the music, all that stuff doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it he smacked his ass. And when he matter. smacked his ass, Chris Rock should have responded by smacking him back, and it would be no story. That's my whole point about everything. Because at the end of the day, you're going to psychoanalyze all the stuff that leads up to the action, but it doesn't matter because he took the action. If he did all that stuff before, and then they talked about it, and Chris and, and Will Smith has said, oh, that made me feel away, and all that, okay. But all that included, it built up for Will, and he smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. Chris Rock didn't do nothing about it. And that's where that problem exists because you didn't respond. If you responded, it wouldn't be an issue. Dude, you, man, this is, this is actually, this is funny. Cause first of all, I don't care. Yeah, we don't care. I don't but care. it's just important that if you gonna get smacked like that and you don't do nothing, that's a bad look as a man. I, this is my biggest problem. This is my biggest problem. People that are on social media, specifically from our culture, that are like walking around with their chest poked out like this was something like to be proud of. Like this moment, no. like this moment, oh yeah. Like this ain't a moment to be proud of for the culture. 
Like, what are y'all it's talking about? It's not a moment to be proud of. It's at not all. a moment to be proud of. It's not. At all. It's ridiculous. On both parts. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry that I'm a guy that works with youth and has been working with youth over the past 20 years. And I know what it is to have that one-way mentality to see young kids have no hope. It's not no one-way mentality. Like our guy Donnie Cruz says, if you if somebody smack you in the face, your response, it can't be no, oh, I'm going to just smile and be like, Jesus loves me. That don't make no sense because people will smack you for the rest of your life. What are you talking about? Okay. So basically what you're saying is, you gonna don't let nobody friends. just smack you in the face. That's oh, exactly what I'm saying. That's so exactly whatever what I'm somebody does to you, you do to them. No, and that's what if makes somebody you disrespects you and smacks you for no reason. You have to do something. What do you mean? You have to do something. That's disrespect, Sean. You can't let nobody just smack you, bro. You just cannot do that. Okay, so once again, unprovoked. If somebody shoots at you on what your, you talking about door, shooting? What are you talking about? We're talking about real life. Uh, see, you talking that about was real life. Real, real life yesterday was that's, more that's real. Hollywood. Ain't neither one of them dudes about nothing. Ain't neither <laughs> one of them dudes hard. That's some Hollywood issue. Stop. This is, my, what I'm, this is what I'm getting mad about. These cats afterwards in the back room, kumbaya, and y'all cats sitting up here talking about this like they're <laughs> about that life. The dude, his little... Oh, man, let me stop because I'm about to disrespect Shorty. Shorty needs to stay off Twitter talking about that's how we do. <laughs> he ain't did nothing since he faced the karate kid anywhere close to that. Man, stop. Take that Hollywood stuff out of here. My point is, it's real life going on where you got kids feeling like that is the way to manhood and they're dying by the dozens every day. That's sad. See, that's the way we're going to continue to push them. If we're going to continue to push our young men in that direction in the inner cities, then guess what? We're going to keep getting the same thing. Period. See, but you're you taking it somewhere where it's not. Well, I'm we, taking it. I'm taking those, it those, okay, we can talk about those situations, too. Now, those situations are also fueled in things that are also going on in nonsense, i.e. there's also alternative things that are happening that build up to somebody just shooting at your house. Nobody in the hood in Chicago just running up on random people and shooting up their house. How do you know? Mm -hmm. Wait, wait, wait. How do you know? So you telling me, Sean? You telling me, Sean? There's people riding around in Chicago right now, shooting up people they don't know's houses. They carjack and kill people randomly every day. What are you talking about? Listen, 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 listen. Listen what I'm saying. This is Chicago. Listen what I'm saying. You're telling me there's people, random people out here running around, shooting up random people shit without. No type of consequence, or are the people where it's most likely happening is where at least where the people are into it on something alternative because that's where most of the gang violence happens when alternative motives are connected to the issue that lead to beef. You just saying people out here random running around that's a, like that you got to be scared or some shit because if that's the case, this is like Gotham City over there, then what do you mean? You done? What do you mean? You done? You, you act done? like it's Gotham, man. Come you on, done? Man. come on, man. Y'all need Batman. Where, where you from? Where you from? Where you from? Where you from? What's higher of a percentage? People, no, where you from? What's higher of the percentage here? Because we we get into specifics. It's either a high percentage of you being a random person getting shot at or robbed, or are you being a higher percentage of being in gang related issues getting shot at or robbed? Which is the higher percentage? 
I'm telling you, you just asked me a question. So let the dude from Chicago, the South Side in the Wild Hundreds, let him tell you what's still going on in Chicago. Yes, young cats are randomly still walking up on cats in because they standing in a certain spot and they don't look like they're from the neighborhood and randomly shooting their cats in packs. They look at how specific now. that was. Look at how specific that was. Well, you might it happens every day. How much more That's specific? specific. Do you look how specific that was. That's different. That's that 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 tells me that has to be at least less than five percent. Because not everybody in Chicago that's black doing that. How many? I mean, what's the percentage of black people in Chicago doing that? Well, we, should, a billion, we should ignore a, it because it's five percent. No, we're not ignoring it. So we're not ignoring it. We're not ignoring it. The point Don't is minimize it because it's five percent. That's just the same argument as saying like, oh, uh, rape victims should have abortions, but rape victims of abortions like 1%. So the other 99%, those cases aren't happening the same way. So when we talking about what? respecting, it's true. How many, the percentages you of people- talking about a principle of young kids feeling like violence is the only way, and you want to bring in abortion to talk no, about I'm saying. Them? No, I'm saying to use the you're percentage like, in, oh, everybody out people, here dude. that is trying to make a, a stance for manhood or defending themselves is stupidly doing it if they react physically, if somebody does something to them. And that percentage of things that happen where those altercations end up in death because somebody uh, retaliated to somebody else doing something to them, that's a lower percentage than somebody just walking up to you, smacking you, and you not doing nothing. That's a real life situation compared to, oh, if you're oh, in a gang, a it's like shooting up your first house. Of all, first of all, that's cap because this ain't the 90s and 2000s. Don't know, kids don't smack each other no more. What you mean? People get smacked every day. That's now, what this not, not Chicago. Man, come on, bro. Now, come on, bro. Now people not getting smacked. No, Nobody's getting smacked. People don't know. There is no square up, smack, square up going in Chicago. It's all about guns right now, bro. I'm telling you what's going on here. If you don't want to believe it, that's on you. I'm not saying that people not. If it was all about that, then we would easily be able to sit down and talk to these kids and be like, yo, it is what it is. That ain't what it is. I'm sorry. There has been an evolution of the principle of if somebody does something to me, my response is to do this to them. And now it's evolved to only gunplay. There is no hands. Back in the day, when that mentality existed when I was growing up, you would get jumped and you were able to live the next day. It ain't like that. What's the percentage of that happening? Out of all the black people that live in Chicago, how many black people live in Chicago? About 1.5 million. 1.5 uh, million. It's dropping. A lot of people. So I don't know what the official totals are. Now. Is it closer to a million more. or less than a million? No, no, it's more than a million because it was like, okay. 10 years, I think 10 years ago, it was like close to 8 million. Okay. Okay. Maybe so close to a million, something like that. Okay. So that's a lot of black people in a, in a particular. Well, that's area. not, that's no, no, that's the total population. Black people, I have no clue how many black people. It's, in the city. it's, it's close to or it's, less than a million just, people. It's just not black people in black neighborhoods that what is are we talking about? I'm talking, to, just let me finish the point. Go ahead. With all those people, I'm just saying black specifically, mm -hmm. the percent of the craziness that's going on in Chicago has to be less than the 1%. From a total picture, right? 
from a total picture, meaning that the all the people participating in this in the demonic craziness that's happening in the community has got to be less than three percent of the total population of people living in that city. Dog. Which means it's only at most five hundred, maybe less that less than that. That's committing all the the crazy demonic stuff happening in the community. It's only a, a group of people. It's not like it's the whole hundreds of thousands of people that live in Chicago that are black or whatever color. Is what I'm saying. It's a small percentage of people that is doing all this crazy stuff. It's not like it's the whole landscape of demographic of people in Chicago. That's true. So you're only really putting the frame of a perspective of somebody retaliating to a small group of people. But the total group of people is still way bigger than the crazy people that do all the crazy stuff in the community. So when you say, oh, people don't want to talk no more, they just want to shoot. You talk about a small sect of a giant demographic. Damn, do you really hear what you're saying, dog? Yes, that's that's this is what numbers look like. That's how you that's what numbers look like. If you can't say that because you're making it seem like the narrative is that this small group is the total entire landscape of Chicago of the demographic of people that live in that area, and it's not, and it's not. It's this it's the same as like a couple of bad people trying to terrorize the entire community. But the thing is, just like it is in the did you the just say it's a couple? Did you just say it's a couple? A bad people trying to terrorize the community? No, obviously a couple, meaning in the hundreds. Obviously, we're not saying it's three or four people. I'm saying it's still, it's small compared to the amount of people of that demographic that live in the city. There's more of them and there's less of the people that's actually causing the issues. So when you're saying like, oh, we we, we can't even have conversation no more because it's so dangerous. Everybody's getting shot up and da-da-da-da-da. That's a small percentage of what's happening in the city. You can't say that's happening everywhere around the city because there's so many people in the city. That's not, people are not all crazy like that. So if you're looking at it from that perspective, you then you can't say, oh, well, nobody wants to talk no more. Everybody wants to shoot. No, that's not true either. That's not true either. So you can defend yourself and not be at risk of getting shot. That's all I'm saying. What the heck? People make it seem like if you, if you try to defend yourself, you at risk of getting shot. That's not true. That's not true. You can defend yourself if somebody disrespects you. That don't mean you out there shooting up anybody for no reason. But if somebody smack you like that, you can defend yourself without thinking, oh, I'm about to get killed because somebody going to retaliate because I'm in Chicago. What? Come on, man. Come on. We ain't living like that. We ain't like, living like that. You like numbers, right? You like numbers, right? Right? Okay. And I'll let you finish. Because I don't know I don't know how you from Ohio, but yet still you trying to tell me about my city. Man. <laughs> so, since you wanted numbers, I'm going to give you numbers. Recent study shows that 47% of young males in the city of Chicago either have had a gun or possess a gun under the age of 18. 47%. But that's a small, that's just a small bit. That's a small piece of the community. That's I would like to see small, that study. That's a small piece of the community. I would like to see that study. So since, since it's a small piece of the community, let's just forget about that. Since no, we're not forgetting about nothing. No, we're not forgetting about nothing. Young, don't talk. No, you come here and you talk to the kids that don't have guns and ask them what they fear when they walking through their neighborhoods and when they walking through their schools. When it comes, Chicago's to big. This Chicago's big. Okay, neighborhoods. So once again, you can't tell me about my city 
and what I see and what I deal with all the time, all the time, all the time. Guns were, dude, guns were bar barely even present when I grew up in Chicago. If somebody had a gun, it was like, what? You got a gun? That's all we had was our hands. That's all we had. And maybe a shame. Maybe. Because the state of Indiana is so easy to get to, and that's where the guns come from, guns are going are running rampant on the south, south side of Chicago. And it's not old people. It's young people. So when you sit here and act like it's just a small issue and a small problem. How many? I didn't say it was a small problem. I'm saying fact, how no, many, no, 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 how many fact, people. Don't even come here. Go say what you said in Compton and watch all the young cats laugh at you. Talking about ain't nobody, ain't no young cats just running around here with guns. Everybody's strapped. I didn't say that. I'm yeah, saying yeah, that's exactly what the you civilians. Said. There's more civilians than the people that are involved in this stuff that you're talking civilians, about. Dude, we're talking that's about what I'm talking. Will Smith is a civilian, just like Chris Rock. Said, I specifically said, young men, young males in the inner city, specifically said, and your response to that was, there's only hundreds of them running around. But they're the ones killing each other. Okay. So, so because it's a small amount, just push them to the side. No, not push them to the side. I'm saying to use the narrative that the perspective of that small amount of people, that that's the total perspective of everybody that Who lives in this that? city is not true. Who said that? Because I specifically said... Because when males, I was relating it... I specifically said young males that have the same alpha okay. male mentality in the inner city are the ones that suffer because they have that one-way mentality of how to be a man. Do and you think that do you think that applied? Do you think that's that perspective applied to Will Smith and Chris Rock yesterday? It's the do same you think Chris Rock was, Do you think I don't know it's not the principle and the idea that Will Smith and Chris Rock situation should have had is different than the situation that you you're said, trying to you say that these Chris kids Rock, are trying to put themselves in. You said as a man, Chris Listen, Rock only do, do those Will kids Smith look at Will Smith and Chris Rock. Rock and be like, do those kids look at Will Smith and Chris Rock and be like, oh, the way Will Smith handled that is how I handle stuff on Chicago streets. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. No. But okay. the same mentality. It's two different things. The same, mentality, different things. the same mentality that they operate with is the same true. mentality that it's King Von and Little Dirk put out in their music was the same masculinity of there's only one way to deal with a dude if he's coming at me and that's why king von is not here today because he had that same mentality down in atlanta and unfortunately it led to his early demise his boys on 63rd are still doing the same thing today still doing the same thing and every day four five six of them die and just because there's only four or five a day we should just blow it off like, oh, it's only four or five a day. So don't worry about it. It don't matter. The mentality is still perfect. Just keep doing the same thing. Keep operating like that because that's what makes you a man. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to say, well, all right, Will Smith can smack this You're the ones that are going to keep getting incarcerated and killed. And you're talking about all this stuff yeah. that does is not, is not related. If somebody smacked the shit yeah. out of you, 
It's and you sit there and, and, and like Chris life, Rock did, didn't do nothing. Every situation shame in you. life has a prince. Shame on you. So I, somebody, I allowed, no, I allowed you. I, I didn't say anything. I allowed, I allowed you to establish the principle of the situation, which you did. I gave you your full. I gave you full layout to say what you had to say. Your words, I took them, what you said, and applied it to life. To your argument, not my argument. My argument was about Chris Rock. You kept talking about what, is, about, what about Will? What about Will? What about Will? What about Will? The principle is there's no biting him as a man. Chris, there's no biting Chris Rock. Yes, there's no biting Chris Rock. There's no, yes. One thing, one thing in life, he's not an alpha male. Chris Rock had a right, right, right. has an opportunity. You said because of one decision in Chris his Rock life, did not defend himself. He's not an alpha male, right? Chris Rock didn't defend himself. So he's not an alpha male, right? He had a chance to show Wait. and he didn't so show. He's not an alpha male, right? You can't you can't think he is. Wait. You can't think he is. He had a chance to defend himself. And he didn't defend he's not himself. An alpha male. And he didn't defend himself. Okay. Once again, I took that same principle and applied it to other things in life. Chris Rock didn't you know, defend himself, you know, and you're saying that, dude. It's cool. But you're saying that that like that was a badge of honor that he didn't do anything. That's not a badge of honor because he didn't retaliate. That's not a badge of honor. Chris Rock's life wasn't at Donnie risk. Cruz, first of all, Donnie Cruz don't know what he's talking about. Because I guarantee you, I got more. I guarantee you, I got more street cred than Donnie Cruz. See, this is the foolishness I'm talking about. Just because somebody betters their life. And allows they're them both children. rich. They're and, both rich. And allow, no, I'm talking about me now. Oh, uh, <laughs> somebody betters their life and allows their child to get a better education in a different place. That don't snatch me and who I am, because you can't walk up on me and smack me. Oh, 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 wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute, Sean! You were supposed to let him smack you, and you were supposed on, to wait, talk wait, about wait, how wait, you want to live wait, to wait. see another I day. I never said. Not one time did I say I wouldn't have done. What Chris Rock did? Did you, <laughs> did you ever hear me say that? Well, as long as we agree on that, then that's oh, okay. No, no, no. What I did say though is I don't believe in calling somebody less of a man because they choose to make a different decision than me. That I won't do. I would never question a man, a person's manhood, because they did something different than me. I'll never do that. That's where we differ. That's where we differ. I started off once again. See, I know what I'm doing. I'm the point guard. So I preface the story by saying I have dealt with somebody. Did I not say that? I said I have dealt with somebody over my girl before. Did I not say that? Was that not the first thing I said? Okay, then. Okay, then. I made it clear. I made it very clear. There's no judgment coming from me on either side. Either side in this situation. Nah, there needs to be some judgment. Either side. What I'm not going to do as allow that whole situation of yo, this is the only way you got to think. No, I'm I'm not with that. Well, all right. Well, I'm letting you know. Just like you said, I'm not letting Will Smith smack me like that either. That's all. That's all. And that's fine. If somebody smack you like that, but you got to stop short. You got to stop short of calling a man, call taking somebody's manhood, dog. Man, listen. That's that's the case, it's a lot of man. Manhood is defined by protect, defend, conquer, and destroy. That's based on that. It's built off of raw, aggressive energy. That's the- Oh, wait a minute. So, this is my- Raw, aggressive energy. This is my thing. 
And I'll close with this, yo. And we thank everybody that stayed to hear our discussion, heated debate. Please don't think we like was like going at each other like real. Like, oh no, that's just conversation for us. Mm -hmm. This is the dude. See, I'm, I'm I'm a person. I like authentic people, right? So I feel like if you're gonna live life, be you. But be you in all situations. Don't pick and choose. When you want, like, if you're going to be hard, be hard. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be a, a, whatever you call an alpha male, be that dude all the time. Right? Otherwise, to me, you false flagging. You false flagging and you faking the funk, and now I don't respect you. Right? So, you can be out here and be the biggest gangster in the street, or you can be super hard and react a certain way thinking you're an alpha male but you haven't seen your kids in 10 years i don't have no respect for you dog you're not an alpha male you're not an alpha male to me if you don't have a no relationship with your kids you're not an alpha male to me i don't care how hard you are see it's a lot of different ways we can come at this alpha male thing man that many different ways man. oh yes it is so you got you, you got respect for dudes that don't don't take care of their kids. That's an alpha male to you. Man, we talking. I think because we talking about being a man, right? We talking about being a man, right? I'm thinking on something different. No, no, we talking about being a man. If you're not taking care of your kids, you done took your you took the bite out of your manhood. Of, that's a moral thing, though. It don't. Dude, that's a moral thing. It's part but of that's subjective. Man. That's subjective. That's, that's not, subjective. Oh, not, take care of your kids is subjective now. No, the way that somebody does take care of them is subjective, good or bad. Meaning, like you're a good person or you're bad at taking care. That's all subjective. That's a subjective Dude, thing. It is. Subjective. I'm not saying that it's not either right. Either. I believe that is. Well, let me let me make sure. I'm not judging this on how much you do, how much money you got. No, no, no. I'm I'm just judging this on you just being there, just being present. But yeah, I mean, but that's subjective. Okay, that's, dude, that's showing true. up is showing up is subjective. Because what if somebody shows up for a couple days out the week and that's good for them? But some people they need every day. They need to have their dad every day. So it's like it's a, how what are the, the rules now defined you know, as first present? Of all, first of all, what you just established is somebody that is showing up on a schedule. Sometimes it's not a schedule. Some people have different ways they do parent, especially how some men parent. What did you There's just different say, ways. Just, but they're somehow, some way they're parenting. Somehow, yeah. Somehow, okay. some way, but it's subjective talking, good or bad. I'm not talking about somehow. So I'm talking about dudes that just walk away and don't ever show up, want to show up. None of that. Just go live life. Yeah, you that's know, not that's not know. responsible. Okay, then. Then that's not, you not, that has, it's no. That's, that's not a responsible yeah. thing to do. Your manhood, nah, fam. It's a lot. It's a lot of things we can look at and say, nah, that ain't being a man. I'm snatching your manhood. There's a lot. There's a lot of things we can look at objectively and do that. It just is. You because if you're parenting, that dude, especially if you're not married, you know what I'm saying. You just happen to have a child with someone that brings in a lot of different situations. It could be an issue between you and the mother. It do. So I don't judge 
cats like dude if you're trying you're trying we're not talking about you i'm talking about the millions of kids that have just been left because it exists and dude makes no effort at all yeah that's not responsible that's not a good yeah. dad so for me i can sit up there and say yo you ain't a man that's like the very essence of being a man like yo see take care of it protect it cover it you refuse to do so you ain't a man but hey that's all i'm saying man i want people to be able hey i'm sorry i'm a thinker i've had one fight in my entire life one because i hate confrontation the reason i don't have a gun bro is because i'll use it <laughs> I'm, being, I'm keeping it 100. I'm keeping it 100. <laughs> Not that I don't want one. Oh, man. But I've yet to get one because I know I'll use it. I will flat out use it. So it's like, man, you make, we make choices, man, in life that we feel like fit us. And that's it. And I'm never going to just. I'm saying I could tell that man that walked out on his kids he's not a man. I could, but I'm not just gonna snatch his manhood because I would do things get differently. Drunk Vigo, I love guns too. I really want the automatic, the short joint with the scope, you know, because I want that FBI type stuff, bro. I love guns. Back in the day, my wife wouldn't let me. I wanted to like become part of the FBI or DEA. She wouldn't let me do it. So that was my one dream I didn't get to do. But no, I don't want guns, man, because I already know. I, I'm that dude, whatever have it on his hip, waiting, just just waiting and hoping somebody will do something stupid. Like, go ahead, go ahead. But it is what it is. Yeah. In closing, man, Notre Dame is in a really good place. All the people that are talking about seven, eight wins and all of that, appreciate you, Truman Dumel, as always. Bob Bornaro <laughs> said, best caddy train. <laughs> we knew this one was going to be a classic. Yeah. Yo, let's see. Antoine Porcerado, Jay-Z getting attacked by Beyonce's sister is different from Chris getting slapped by Will Smith. That's a man slapping you. That's Dude. what I'm saying. You can't let no man slap you. I don't care. Man. It ain't no roll high yeah, enough. Man. Look. Just like you said, Malice in the Palace for them NBA players. Oh, it's them coming. talking crazy. It's coming. What you, it's, it's coming. coming. You can't say they not a man because they want to they want to stop somebody from talking crazy. Well, yo, it's coming because the NBA refuses to do something about it but now, you, can't, be, you can't do nothing from people talking we're going to get some more reporting on this in the coming days i would be very interested if there was a conversation after the 2016 oscars where he cracked the joke about because it wasn't, now, it wasn't. like it you will, said he didn't beat up will. august alcina it will <laughs> So you know he didn't say nothing to Chris Rock last year. You know he didn't say 
Dude, look, man, I'm just saying, Matt 2011 GT, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for the love. All I'm saying is what I was trying to point out about the situation is that Jay-Z didn't put – he could have easily just pushed her and did a whole bunch of physical stuff to her. Jay said, you know what? When I get to the office tomorrow, I'm just going to drop you from the roster. <laughs> but that's a girl, though. You ain't. You, know you, you don't get no credit for doing Jay nothing. Like, yo, Jay pretty much was like, "Your career is about to plummet." I'm yeah, not but that's easy. You can't. Obviously, he ain't gonna do nothing to her. You can't do nothing to her. The way he moved in that situation, Jay was very conscious of the cameras in the elevator. Man, you conscious because that's a woman. You ain't about to put your hands on. No, no, no. He was conscious of the fact. I mean, hey, unfortunately. What's your name? That used to play for the Ravens. <laughs> he should have been conscious of the fact that that was a that that woman was his wife. Man, you can't tell no man to stop being aggressive. What you mean? That's just you. You can't tell a man to stop being aggressive. You really? can't tell Sean. That's like somebody trying to tell you not to react no type of way. You can't. You don't know if you push a if you push somebody that way and they respond because of an action. Man, you need to I'm leave. Not, no, 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 no. I don't have a problem with your reaction because it's your reaction that's it that's stop it. saying stop saying you only have one way to react because that's not true in that situation the right thing to do is to retaliate no, i didn't say the right thing i said stop saying it's only one way to respond it's no not it's not one way because clearly chris rock showed that there was even possible another way <laughs> Joshua Nip, yeah seven to eight wins we've had several eight several people on this show Say, yo, I don't trust Marcus Freeman. This team is going to win seven games with this schedule. Yeah. Jackson, we got talent. He said, no, that's a slap. Come on. We got man. talent. We got talent. No, I don't think I've never seen security at the Oscars, man. Not out by the stage. Because they really don't expect stuff like that to jump off, man. Yeah, because the bite's taken out of all of them because they are getting paid. At least they thought. Hey, Tom A, we appreciate you. That's what we do. We spend it different, man. We try to bring it all areas, man. And we appreciate everybody's opinion. We're saying the same thing, Malik. I will, I don't know any brothers from Brooklyn that were there other than Jay-Z that was off to the left. That's funny because you know cats like that, cats like Jay-Z, <laughs> your boy Kanye. That's why your boy Kanye said he got shooters. <laughs> yeah. Kanye said, I know where you at, DL. <laughs> see, man, I'm sorry. I apologize. That's that Chicago in him, bro. That's See, that's that Chicago. Like, come on, man. It's DL Hughley, man. Like, dude about 65 right now. Why are you talking about you got shooters for this man, dude? <laughs> He just he just overcame COVID. Oh man. And see, this is a fair thing. Rock might not do. I don't know. I would say out of the two brothers, I would trust Tony Rock having more bite than Chris. Yeah. Out of the two brothers. Like Charlie having more than Eddie. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so yeah. Charlie Murphy definitely wouldn't have took that slap. Definitely wouldn't have took okay. No. So we the know broadcast, the broadcast would have been over. 
It would been it would have been over, right? And you know what? It would have been a better story, and it would have been cool, smoothed over, because people know what would have happened. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> tables, tables, and furniture would have been moved around, man. Dude, see this once again. I understand. Because I said I would have wouldn't have let him just smack me. <laughs> so I understand what I'm telling you is I'm not snatching his manhood just because he didn't understand. That man we'll might snatch have, it. You don't have to have, snatch it. We'll snatch that, it. That man might have a resume of a whole bunch of manhood situations in his career. That I don't and know. They go, and they go, what they say, and one moment can ruin your whole reputation. <laughs> That's unfair. That's unfair. Just one situation, you just gonna let it ruin everything. <coughs> Benito. Yeah, dude. Chappelle definitely needs to make a skit out of that. I'm with that uh -huh. Bobby O. And on top of that, man, Netflix, go ahead and send a deposit over to that cat. Because I need that, I need that Chris Rock. Chris Rock would never. I Not after just what happened. I need that special. Well, first of all, this is the thing. You know, joke, the jokes are coming. On the next couple of specials, the joke's been on Chris Rock. That's what the joke's been on. You know who would probably do it well, Chappelle, because Chappelle would he would lay it out in a story. <laughs> Chappelle would lay it out in a story that would be or Cat Williams or something. No, Kev, Kevin Hart too. Kevin Hart would yeah. lay it out because Kev knows both of them. So Kev would probably be like, "Man, I was kind of in between, man." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. I had to call Chris. He wasn't picking up my call. You know, I had to go see him. He was laid up. Cam, Cam, make it funny. At all. Dude, the, the SNL skit definitely probably coming. Definitely. They probably coming this Saturday. You know, they quick. <laughs> Dude, we love it. So, Dante Moore. I mean, there's nothing. We don't. We're not going to have any more information on Dante Moore. He's visiting. He'll be there two days. Malik has been telling you Notre Dame is going to be the choice for like three months. I hope. I hope. So it's like, I don't, we don't know what else to say. Like, got to wait and see, I guess. Yo, but part two of the interview. Coming soon. Coming soon. That's all we got to say. That's right. That's all we got to say because we spent it different. We spent it different. Yeah, man. I still feel bad about everything. <laughs> I just feel bad, man. I just feel bad for everybody involved, man. I'm just stop. And for the culture, stop sticking your chest out for either side, man. This ain't nothing to wear as a badge. Like, yeah. That's how you do it at the Oscars. No, that's not how you do it at the Oscars. No. Like, what are we doing? Oh, bro, go get some rest, man. That's right. Go get some rest. Go we'll get you an ice pack, Chris. <laughs> oh, man. Will had a great time. He was dancing. Yeah, he was singing Summertime, holding his ward. I mean, you know, no sweat on his back. Did Jada go to the after parties? I didn't see her in the videos. Nah, she went home. She, you know, she had to play damage control. Will said, I'm out. I'm already, I'm already a winner. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey man, Wilder, man, look, that speech was suspect too. He didn't apologize to nobody. He said, look, look sometimes no, no, no. when you acting, it comes in the real life. <laughs> like, dude, don't dude, don't blame Richard Williams for this, dog. Richard Williams ain't got nothing to do with this. Like, you see how he tried to throw it off on his acting career? Nah, yeah. nigga, that was you. West, that was you. West Philadelphia, that's all you, fam. You and Charlie Mack. Charlie Mack was probably in the back like, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. my boy. Get his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. This has been the best, dude. We just did two and a half, dude. <laughs> like, it was nothing. Like, it was nothing. Shout out to Lucky Lefty Pop, man. We got to do it again. Oh, man. So, once again, went over practices, went over the pro day practices, the vibe. Old players being back. We talked Dante Moore. We let you know we got part two of that interview coming up. And uh, I don't know what else to say, man, other than Notre Dame is uh, – I don't know what Vegas has the win total at right now, but if they have it at eight, or anywhere around there, go grab that bet right now. That's right. Like, right, run to the window with that bet. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Woo, man. I don't know if we can do better. Yeah, I think we're done on this one, man. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> As always, man, it's been a different today. I'll see you guys same time tomorrow, man, for another edition of the Love.